0: Uh what is happening what is happening what is happening
1: Not much. Matthew's doing his thing or doing this bullshit. So, yeah, you know, yeah yeah yeah. I, I think he's winning so
0: <laughs> Well, he gets to be in Hawaii and we don't so I'd say that's an automatic a uh, little bit of a win for for his side for sure. But
1: uh yeah. I mean I would say everyone's having more of a win than us. I mean Anna got to leave. Anna's new job gives her the options where, like, her boss leaves early on Fridays and she can leave whenever, even if it was early, and she still gets paid for the full day. So she ended up just going to a brewery. And then my buddy Patrick just went to—he's at a brewery right now. And I'm all like,
0: <laughs> "And you're stuck here uh, online with me." And I have me. to, do, oh, I
1: have to man. do a show with halfcock Eric over <laughs> here. How many have you? How many uh, drinks have you had
0: already today? Um, so I am. This is this this is number five. This is number five right here in this class. I, I, brought, I bought myself two six-packs, one just a regular six-pack, and one I did one of those mix-and-match at my local uh, beer aporiums, uh, where I picked a few different things, uh, three pints and three 12 ounces that, uh, to make a six-pack. This is um, the second pint, so while this is only beer number five, it is the second pint of the night as well. Um, uh, I will probably only have one more after this. I'll that way that'll round out my six, and then I'll have six f- for tomorrow after work. To because I don't work to, I work, I don't work on Sunday, so that no, means I can get not- fucked up. Um, I'm saving like all those uh, those stone nine percenters. I'm saving nice. most of those for tomorrow night after work because those are the ones that are gonna fuck me the shit up. Uh, tomorrow. Um,
1: Is my last Sunday working?
0: Nice. Or Saturday? Wait, tomorrow. Tomorrow, Tomorrow's
1: Saturday. Tomorrow's Saturday. But this is my last Sunday coming up that I'm that I have to work. Then I'll have my weekends off again. So basically, I have four more days left of this job.
0: Very cool. Very cool. It was weird
1: because my my. My new boss gave me a call on Tuesday just to let me know. He's like, okay, these are going to be your hours. He's like, the first day is just going to be like four hours of just like the bullshit of, you know, going through paperwork and everything like that. He's all like, but uh, we're going to be working from home. And I'm like, oh, so I'm not going into the office? He's like, no, until further notice. He's like, so we'll be sending you a Mac or not a MacBook. He'll, we'll be sending you like a laptop, and then a another, and then another monitor. I'm like, God damn it! So that means <laughs> like Saturday when I'm done with, or Friday when I'm done with work. It probably won't happen until Saturday morning. But I got to pack up all the shit from Carvana. The room, yeah. Then I got to drive it over to their headquarters. Oh, is that drop what they? It.
0: Oh, they, they well, make you well, take you, it back well, to they them. were
1: like, they were like, we could send you labels, but we've been backed up. And I'm like, you know what? I'll just get this out of my hair and not worry about it. I'll just take care of it on a Saturday morning.
0: So, um, I, one of my, one of my training mates, uh, from, on my job, one of the people who went through training with me recently, uh, quit. Their, their last day was last Thursday, not this, not a couple of days ago, not yesterday, but the week before. Just better
1: job opportunity or,
0: um, well, yeah, they were, they, they were unhappy with certain things, um, that were going on, and then they did get a better opportunity, so yes. Um, but the reason they were looking for a better opportunity was they were unhappy with certain things that were going on. Um, right, yeah. Stuff that I, I'm like, yeah, I'm, you know, this, everything that, you know, I don't, I don't know the show, but I'm just saying, you know, everything that she was bitching about is stuff that they told us from day one was to be expected. It's just that we were lucky enough to not have to deal with it up until this point. So it's not like it was really anything new. It's just that, oh, we actually have to deal with that now. Um, So I'm not like as upset. Like, yeah, it's like, uh, oh, it kind of sucks that I have to work on Saturdays now. But I always knew getting when I got hired, they said, here are the hours of the call center. You could be working anywhere from 8 a.m. to 11 p.m. Monday through Friday, And 8 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. on Saturdays. Those are the call center hours. Those are the shifts. It depends on the shift bid, what you get. I was lucky enough to come out of training and get a Monday through Friday shift. That was great. Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 5.00, it was great. But I knew going into it that I'm like, hey, this is temporary. There's going to be a shift bid. And depending on how things go. And they they always said that shift bids are dependent upon performance. And because I was new... I knew that my performance was not going to be up at the same level as some of the people who've been around for a while. So I knew the first shift bid comes around, I'm probably getting fucked. I had that yeah. in my head already. Same thing happened to this person. They got the same exact shift that I got on the shift bid. They got the exact same shift and lost their fucking shit. And they're like, I can't, I can't work. This up. I was like, we knew this was a possibility. Like going no, in yeah. getting hired, we knew this was a possibility. So I'm like, I'm okay with it i'm you know some of the things yeah it's like i like to that's we have kind of a side chat in the in the work chat and then we also have a side facebook chat (laughs) where we say the things that we don't want recorded by the company (laughs) so we we do a minor bit of bitching and moaning on the actual chat but then when we really want to fucking let loose and be like fuck this shit That's when we turn to Facebook and be like, fuck this shit. No, no, Um, Yeah, and
1: I understand. I mean, that was the same thing with me. Like, I actually didn't have a problem with the schedule. Like, it was fine. The only problem that I've I've had was the fact that, like, Anna and I are now on two different completely schedules mm -hmm. and everything's just kind of wonky. And then it just so happened a job that I applied to beforehand got back to me. And then offered me the position. I'm like, okay, well, normal hours so Anna and I can have our weekends off again together. And then, like, a and bigger paycheck. Money. I was all like, well, kind of a no. Ching. Kind of a you no got to follow the dollars, all the holidays, man. All the holidays are coming up. I was worried about Carvana. Like, I was pretty sure I was working Thanksgiving, Black Friday. I would have Saturday off, but then have to work Sunday. And then most Damn. likely have to do overtime for... That. And I was all like, no, thank you. But
0: that, That's one good thing. Normal holidays. Yeah. It's one good thing about my current job is that we get like almost every holiday off. Like there were actually some people in my department who were actually surprised that we didn't have Columbus Day off. And I'm like, seriously, guys, Columbus Day? You thought that was going to be an actual holiday? Like, for See, real? The
1: only people it affects is the mail and banks. That is it. Yeah, it and, doesn't even, affect
0: and even anymore. that, fucking why? If anything, why? we should
1: rename it, because it shouldn't even be Columbus Day. It should just be like, hey free day off on an October day because we shouldn't be really representing this asshole. We were liked from the beginning. We've been lied to from this motherfucker. (laughs) First thought we were told this asshole discovered America. So we're like, okay, then turns out, no, we didn't. And then turns out, Oh, you were just a rapist and a slave owner. Fucking fantastic. And you got a holiday.
0: Son of a bitch. Like you get a holiday, you get multiple cities around the country, including one in my state named after you. I, I signed, I signed the change.org petition. To have Columbus, cool. Ohio renamed to Flavortown in in honor of Guy Fieri, who is also from Ohio, oh, and because I, like that. I think that, that Guy Fieri has done more for humanity in general than That's Christopher what? Columbus ever fucking did. I
1: I fucking agree, and and with and I would be Smash proud. Mouth, I would be proud Smash to Mouth live Mouth in a state with,
0: with Flavor Town to take over for him now. Yeah, Guy Fieri is fucking, like, you know what, people like to give him shit because of his frosted tips and his fucking flame shirts, whatever. But you know what, okay. what, what does the guy actually okay. do? What does he do? He goes around and highlights small businesses, brings them fucking business they wouldn't have gotten otherwise. He never has a negative word to say about anything. Everything he says is positive. The dude is just a fucking ray of goddamn fucking sunshine is what he is. Yeah, and, it's that's just not, and like, guess what? I fucking that's love the guy. I fucking love that's him.
1: Why he's, that's why his hair's the way it is. It's not frosted tips. He's just so enlightened by the sun <laughs> and his, his purity. His hair just stays like it. Cause this is what's gonna happen. He would shave his head the next morning, boom, it's back like that. Like he can't help it. Like yeah, that's why just, he hasn't changed just, his look. There's just no the way reason to. He's like, Fuck it, I'm stuck in the nineties, so fucking be it.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's yeah, it's just it is it is what it is. Um but yeah, yeah. There were people within my team who were like how come we have to work today? It's Columbus Day. I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? Are you like, I'm are sorry, you being like, real right now?
1: Like, I'm just, like when people. If I get the, uh, like most likely next year, if I'm still working for the company that I'm working for, I'll probably have that day off because it's a bank holiday. Yeah. But I don't think I'm going to be promoting it as I'll just be like, this is this is this is me seeing how many times I can jerk off today. That's <laughs> what it is. I'm not honoring that piece of sh. I rather honor my. A knuckle children are never going to see the light of day.
0: Well, what you do is, uh, on Columbus Day, the tradition is like like on Halloween. You go to neighbors' houses, you knock on the door, you you say trick or treat, and you you demand candy from them. And the 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 old tradition is if they didn't have candy to give you, then you had to pull a trick on them. With Columbus Day, what you do is you go and you knock on the neighbor's door and you say. I have discovered this property. It is mine now. You kill them all or rape them and then kill them and take their house. That's, that's how we should celebrate Columbus Day.
1: Okay. All right. So next year's petition for uh, 2022, <laughs> the new uh,
0: Columbus Day tradition will start. That's the, that's the that, thing. Uh, I, I, I mean, think the I best meme I saw it. about it was uh, somebody was talking about Somebody was like, the teacher, like, oh, yeah, we landed on the moon in 1969, blah, 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 and, uh, you know, students. Uh, don't you mean we discovered the moon in 1969? And he's just like, no, what, are you fucking kidding me? The moon's always been there. And, and then the t- student, okay, tell me again about Christopher Columbus. <laughs> I was nice. like, oh, uh, I get it. I get it. Okay. I see where they're I going see. with that.
1: It was a long, you know what, I'm going to admit, he had us in the first half. <laughs> uh, uh, but anyways, uh, we should probably get this. Uh, oh, I will say this. I got a, I got a closing music. Uh, for tonight, okay, uh, to end the show with nothing like that, I we're gonna play during our music tracks and everything that if we get to that, uh, just just to just to tee up for next week's episode because uh, that is our Halloween spooktacular, kids. Which, and I know Eric and Matthew could give two shits about our holiday episodes, but I'm always excited because I get to come up with I cool feel, names.
0: Actually, I'm really I, just, I really feel kid. bad because this is gonna be how many? I'm not gonna be here next week because I'm going to be driving from. Uh, bardwell kentucky to toledo on friday that's that's my week next week is wednesday i fly from fucking detroit to nashville then to i have a layover in nashville and then i i'm on to austin i get picked up from austin i'm going to san antonio for the night from thursday i'm going from san antonio to bardwell kentucky that's great. Friday, driving from me Barwell. You're not home.
1: You're not going to fucking be here. So, you know what? Fuck it, Eric. Thank you for telling me that <laughs> in advance. Because uh, I have a feeling if Matthew's back, most likely what always happens with Matthew and I is, hey, you want to do a show? And you're like, hey, I can't do it. We're like, that's cool. Me and Matthew will do one. And then it never fucking happens. So what we'll do is I'm still going to tee up because then that means I'm going to do late. the first crossover episode. Okay. Where it will be uh, a B horrorcast episode, but we're going to toss in the SASS Halloween spooktacular Not stuff right. with it as well. So, because Anna and I want to review the new Halloween movie nice. we just saw, nice. Uh, so that will be hopefully us coming back. We'll see what happens with the the schedules and stuff of that. But yeah, I got I got to do more podcasts. But yeah, no, I can salvage it. That's fine. I can
2: totally I, do. I just a wanted lot to give
0: you the heads up right now because no, yeah, even if I'm back in time um, with the I, I I am here's the thing. Here's the thing. I am on the wait list to get that Saturday off. so if by some miracle, somebody else cancels their PTO for that Saturday and I end up getting that day off, if I end up off the Saturday after that, I should, in theory, be home in time Look. to do some sort of some semblance of a show, um, in which case I would be do- totally down if I don't have to work at 8 a.m the next morning. But as it stands right now, I am scheduled to work at a.m. the next morning and probably won't be getting back into back home until like bedtime for that night. So
1: I, I, I I can I have I can do both shows, like I said, like I could do a mixture or whatnot. But what I'm going to add into it, what I'm going to add in, this is, I believe, the first ever uh, and copyright. um, Oh, fuck. God damn it. I can't remember. Just gonna say uh, Steve and Jeff, but I can't remember their podcast they used to have on the network. Oh, a, uh, huh?
0: three, three, a,
1: three, a. Uh, the three a podcast guys. Fuck I want to say that it's copyrighted by them, but we've been using it, or I've been using it because I absolutely love it. But we're gonna do the first annual uh, SAS, uh Spooktacular Twenty Twenty One Speed Round.
0: Oh, oh! I, see, I am. I'm. I'm really upset. I'm gonna miss that. But uh, no, no. Most likely, you won't miss it. You won't. Or you'll do miss it the after
1: won't happen look if no one's back in time then that show's not gonna happen we just got to save it for next year Then it will gotcha. be the 2022 or whatever if it does happen I will still have it prepared like gotcha. because I got like you know a couple of days off this week that I'm gonna just be like all right that's what I'm gonna be able to do is actually put together a pretty good Halloween Spectacular show but uh, it was funny because it should have originally been on the 29th of October but I got to go to a wedding well, like right after work and I'm like damn it I have to miss this, the well, I, here's I love, here's like, the thing though too shows.
0: though. So, so you're, this Sunday coming up in a couple of days is your last Sunday working, right? Matthew no, doesn't this, work Sundays. Uh, this Sunday. Yeah, this Sunday coming up right now yeah, like in a couple of one. days. I don't work Sundays. Matthew doesn't work Sunday. What if we plan for next week to do a Saturday evening show?
1: Oh, fuck. We could. D-
0: Ooh. Because if you guys are able to wait for me to get off work, I get off work at 6.30 my time, which is 3.30 your time. Okay, and maybe. I don't work well, on don't, Sunday, okay, so I'll if we can do see. it Saturday I, I night, might, Saturday okay. evening, I'm totally fucking down.
1: Okay, maybe. We'll, we'll have, have to see, talk to Matthew, that, obviously, okay. because you know, we'll saying, have to see though, where and, is, you know what's what going on saying, with Anna, though, But What I was saying, though, is the only problem with that is uh, Pat and I and Anna were going to go out either for lunch. If we do lunch, I can definitely do the show. But if we go out to dinner, because Patrick found there's like a brewery over by him that mm-hmm. he was like he just went to for the first time, even right. though it's been over for like three years, and he's like it's ten minutes away. So I was like, dude, we should totally celebrate oh, yeah. all the new stuff that's going on in our lives and we'll and we'll go to the brewery. So okay, we'll figure that out. But okay, that's a good plan. Anyways, I'm gonna put it together.
0: Well, we'll we get some- we got yeah, we gotta to talk to Matthew, see if that's even feasible on his end. But I'm yeah, just I'm saying know, like everybody is off on Sunday. So if we can work out a Saturday evening show for that particular week, like if that works for everybody, you know, even if it's just a one-off, that would be fucking awesome because I would love to do it. I want to do the Halloween special, uh, especially because I, I, I believe I have missed at least the last two years, if not three years.
1: Yeah, yeah, because I know Mark was on either the year before or he's been on the last two or whatnot. But, yeah, we always do this. Uh, so, and, you know, it's so funny. I can't even take credit. I was all like, "Spectacular!" I know for a fact I didn't come up with that, obviously, but I found out where it came from, and I'm so happy that I'm like, "Oh, this is great! This this is totally up my alley." Back in the day, Universal Studios used to have a Ghostbuster show that was actually called the Ghostbusters Spooktacular. Nice. I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" But yeah, there there's that. There's our also our holiday special, the uh, Chris Hanukans episode uh, that we always do every year as well. Um, because everyone does a christmas special so we do our own thing but yeah we got we got a bunch of shit going on tonight guys so uh, or or coming up so uh, be prepared for that we'll figure it out if we don't get one this year then we'll we'll do we'll do an even bigger well actually if we don't do it this year I do want to do it next year definitely and I'm hopefully hopefully if we can get a couple of other people cuz we can record this episode mm-hmm. then anytime for next year's uh, halloween spectacular Mm-hmm. But what I would love to do is like sit down with like Steve and Jeff and be oh, like, okay. I want to do a love radio. love back on the show. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like get them back on a guest and everything. But I'd love to sit down with them and be like, I want to, we want to write a, a like horror murder mystery episode. And that oh, will be our spectacular yes. show for that year. Everyone gets a part and then people can, can try to figure out the we mystery. Could put on our and...
0: voices. We could be all like Eric walked into the study carrying a book or. Actually, book. when you
1: see that, it'd be like, Ari- <laughs> Colonel Dewey, <laughs> the runner of the SAS squad gang, entered the room with a book in hand, ready to read some Michael Crichton when he noticed something was amiss. <laughs> something, something's amiss, you know, like... Yeah, no, I'd totally be down to do something like that. I've been t- I've been talking to like uh, like I mentioned it to Matthew a couple of years ago. And then we again, we just I it's basically I shouldn't say we didn't sit down and do it. I didn't sit down and actually be like, I need to contact people and be like, hey, do you want to be a guest on the show? And then you could even do stuff where we pick like even just a Saturday or Sunday that everyone's free and we just Skype it and record it. And then we just release it on the day. Yeah. You know, because then we can edit and blah, blah, blah and whatnot. Yeah. But we can also do, like, see if we can get Raven to come on, see if oh, we can get, awesome. like, all these, like, old, like, guest things. Love, and do, love like, to
0: pull some old guests. Uh, like, yeah, jump back, see who who we could get. It. Even even just for quick sound bites. Even, even if it yeah. was just for, like, a couple of lines, just be like, hey, can you record this real exactly. quick for us? And then we'll exactly. throw it in and edit it. You know, yeah. No, that would be awesome. And right. I'm hoping very much that um, I will be – so, as you know, and as – Probably some of our listeners uh, may have kind of gotten from the gist of things. I have been um, extremely not great about all of my uh, duties with the network. And it's not that I don't want to. It's not that I am burnt out of doing podcasting.
1: uh, This is all the Patreon stuff. You're missing out. (laughs)
0: I'm I'm just – it's just been – I have been struggling on a daily basis – to just get my day-to-day shit done, and it's stuff that in the past I've been able to like figure out a way to power through and get through. And um, just with 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 my depression and my anxiety and things, and I've I've been I've been talking to a doctor over the past few years. I've talked to therapists. I've talked to uh, you know psych- psychiatrists and psychologists. And I've uh, honestly, it's just something that I've I've come to the conclusion after. Research and talking to my doctors and, you know, I don't like to self-diagnose. I, I, don't, I don't like one of these people like, you oh, know, I like, I like to organize my DVDs. I'm so OCD. Like, yeah, that's not what OCD is, okay? Yeah, you might have some OCD tendencies, but that doesn't mean you're OCD. Like, I don't like self-diagnosis. But it did come to a point where I, I recognized enough of the symptoms that I had to talk to my doctor and be like, listen, I'm uh, almost 100% sure that I am clinically ADHD, like, there are, the, the signs are there. Like, here are my symptoms, and I laid them out. I said, here's what happens. Like, literally, I have object permanence issues. Like, literally, there's a reason that my backdrop, you can't see it because this is an audio podcast, but Steve-O can see it, and he's seen my my space. I have shit everywhere because this shit that I have on my walls and on my desk and in front of me, if I don't see it on a daily basis, it ceases to exist in my mind. There have been days, I have a, a container back here completely full of Lifesavers candies. There have been days that I've been working and gotten a dry throat from talking on the phone and thought to myself, God, I wish I had a fucking hard candy. I wish I just had a goddamn hard candy to save my goddamn life. And then at mm. the end of my shift, I you know get up, pack everything up, turn around and be like, oh, goddammit, this fucking bucket of lifesavers was behind me the whole goddamn time so
2: did you set but up, like, i forgot a
0: mirror? that it exists because my object permanence issues so anyways i talked to my doctor about this and i said listen i think the antidepressants aren't working we've tried several they aren't working because i don't think mdd major depressive Di- disorder is the root cause of my depression and anxiety i think the adhd is the root cause because depression and anxiety are symptoms of ADHD. (laughs) So I finally talked to my doctor this week about actually diving into treating the ADHD, and he agreed with me. He got me on some new medication, which I'm going to actually start tomorrow with my first workday since I've been to the doctor. We're going to see how that works. We're going to see if I can um, stop over-caffeinating myself and use the medication instead to have kind of a steady... uh, energy focus level going throughout the day. Um, Mm. And I think if this works the way I hope, it will also allow me to, on my days off, focus on being able to get the shit done that I'm supposed to be doing for the network, including fucking doing numbers on a regular basis, posting shows in a timely manner, fucking um, doing the two or three other shows that I fucking have, like... Plans for, like, I, I get all these grandiose plans and all these ideas. I reach out to people for guests. I have three guests lined up already for a podcast that I haven't even fucking started yet. Um, what did I tell you? What did, I, tell you? What did so, I
1: fucking tell you, Eric? I told you just to not, you. if you have the shit, just sit down and do it. Guess what? It doesn't matter how many podcasts you've done. Your first podcast is always going to be rough. It doesn't no, that's one. not even, even
0: that's not even the concern. It's not even a like it's not a oh I'm worried this is going to be shit, so I'm not going to do it. It's just I fucking forget. And literally like one of the people I wanted to do a podcast with is is someone that I saw on TikTok and I had started having a conversation with them about different things and I said, "Hey, you know, I'm going to be doing a podcast about sci-fi." And you really enjoy time travel as much as I enjoy time travel. I'd love to sit down and have a show where me and you just talk about time travel in the various sci-fi universes in which we've seen it. Just all of them. Like, not just one specific thing. Like, just we just want to talk about time travel in sci-fi. And he was all on board. Like, yeah, let's do this. Like, I've never done it's a podcast so before, but I'm on board. And then I just never fucking followed through because my brain just fucking forgot about it until I happened to come across another one of his videos. And I'm like, Oh shit, that's right. I was having a conversation with this fucking guy about this shit. Motherfucker. Now it's been two months and I'm like, do I reach back out and be like, yo, my bad. I'm a fucking idiot. And do, are you still interested? I mean, um, I
1: mean what you need to do then if you, no, I was, I would highly recommend you reach, reach out to the, uh, the, uh, 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 is it, uh, who, who's the TikToker? I feel like you should at least give them some credit. Yeah, oh yeah. For, so, for, for, for
0: sure. For sure. It's a dread pirate dad, which automatically fucking princess bride fan, like off yeah. the bat, like yeah, boom, because, just the, okay, just whoa, the username. Right Eric, it I was know. a match
2: made in
1: heaven. You like his stuff. You reached out. He said, yeah. You guys could totally talk about that on the thing. What I what you need to do is to go. You need to contact him and go. Hey, I apologize. I have a lot of stuff going on, and he'll probably understand. There's mental health stuff. That's no. What
0: I probably I a hundred percent think he will because I know from his from his videos that he is also neurodivergent uh, like myself. So he does have some his his own things going on. Um, so I'm sure that he'll understand once I. But it's it's getting over that hump of like. Oh fuck! I would say, Pull up, like you the... said.
1: I would say you reach out to him, and then as soon as he says like yes, you literally plan the day like the next. Like, oh, gotta yeah. do it the next day, got to do it as soon as possible, like jump right on it, like blah, blah, yeah. blah, because then you won't forget. Because it's interesting that uh, that you say that, that you forget. But it seems like you're the only thing that you've always been uh, like remembrance of is is our podcast. Ever since we started it, you're always all like, hey, Friday night, we're doing a show. Hey, we all coming over to do a show and stuff like that. And I understand that at the time, because that was literally like your only outlet to actually hang out with people yeah. and also be able to just talk about whatever you wanted to talk about. Uh, and all that kind of stuff. So I'm sure, like you guys, might even become this like relationship where he's all like, "Hey, can I come back on?" We don't even have to talk about time travel. We can just talk about blah blah blah. And you'd be like, "Fuck yeah, let's talk about that." You know?
0: Uh, no, no, this guy is great. His contact content is fantastic. If you're on TikTok, definitely recommend following him. Um, he does a lot of uh, fan theories on the various uh, various things uh, MCU, um, it, anything that's out currently. He's probably doing fan theories on it which is awesome and he is very inclusive as far as like he, he actually coined one of my favorite lines like somebody asked him about like well what do you think about this such and such being canon or not canon and he was like if something is or isn't canon in whatever universe don't worry about it if you like it you like it if you don't like it you don't like yeah doesn't have to be canon. canon is for the fucking producers and the 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 like That's for them to worry about. That's not for us as fans. Anything can or can't be canon. And so, I love that because that's the way I've always felt about the whole canon issue. I mean, ever since like the early 2000s when I was reading Star Wars novels that were technically, at that point, they were extended universe. Now they're called Legends. I don't know what the fuck. They changed everything around. At the time, it was real easy because yeah. canon in Star Wars up until the Disney merger was The movies, the six movies that existed at the time, that was it. The movies, the holiday special, which inexplicably was canon, (laughs) and one book. The one book, Shadows of the Empire, that one book was canon. So it was six movies, one book, one TV show, one episode of one TV show. That was it. That was all that was canon. Everything else was EU, Extended Universe. That's it. And that was fine everybody was fucking fine with that because you could read the books and be like, it's cool that this book doesn't a hundred percent match up with this book because it's all extended universe.
1: Yeah. It's just whatever you want to do um, and stuff like that. Um, But before, before we go any further, uh, I think we should um, start the show.
0: I was, I was just going to actually tag the music on the beginning, but whatever.
1: What's up
2: everybody. (laughs)
1: That's right. This is Sass, episode 374, I think. Yes, four. This is October uh, 15th of 2021. Uh, Matthew isn't here because Matthew's in Hawaii. Uh, Hawaii. I don't know if they were just going to Hawaii to go to Hawaii, which is fine, or if they were doing it for their uh, 10th anniversary. Uh, I know so it's been planned for a
0: while. I'm assuming that they planned it around their anniversary uh, for it, no, no, no. those reasons. Let, but let,
1: let's rephrase that, Eric. We all know. Megan planned it around. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I know that it was already on the books when I yeah. was out there for sure. Like, this wasn't just a random spur of the moment. No, like, hey, yeah, let's go to Hawaii. Like, a, like But... Yeah, so uh, this no, has been planned it's, for a I while. Think it's, uh,
1: I think it's awesome because my parents actually did that for, I think, their 20th anniversary or something like that. Nice. Uh, they went to Hawaii because they were married at the end of October. But the funny part is, is October apparently is like the best season to go to Hawaii. So you're like, because you're thinking in our areas, it's like, well, it's getting colder. Why would I go to Hawaii? But then I realized Matthew's sending us pictures. I'm like, what the fuck time is it there? The sun's <laughs> still out. Like, <laughs> I th- like
0: yeah, there, Brad, There's I'm something like... Jesus Christ, I think they're 12 hours behind me cuz I'm on the, I'm in Eastern time zone. Yeah, so yeah. So I'm 3 hours ahead of you and I feel like they're they're eight they're they're either okay, so they're not 12 hours behind me. I feel like they're 9 hours behind me maybe. <laughs> I feel like they're 6 hours behind Arizona and California right now. It might be 7, it might be 8. I don't fucking know. I don't know what the fuck time it is in Hawaii right now. Hold on. Alexa what time is it in Hawaii? It is 2:41 p.m. in Hawaii right now. Really which means it is 6 hours. Alexa. It's not That's I don't have it loud it. enough in the office because oh, okay. every now and then I do get a caller on the phone whose name is that? And is if Alexa. I have to like say their name like it like perks up and like,
1: "Okay, so first off, first off, okay, next time you need to do that for the show, turn the volume up because right now it just sounds like you're just screaming at nothing." Alexa. Like, volume yeah. 10.
0: Alexa. What time is it in Hawaii? In Hawaii. It's two forty two PM. Is that better? Yeah, that's perfect. Everything Alexa seems that was be... fucking perfect. Volume two. All right. No,
1: so that yeah, I'm just saying next time next time you have to use Alexa for any bits we're doing or actual like fact checking, <laughs> totally get her on it because no joke, like If we were filming this, all it looked like were you going, like, Alexa! And then no one responds, and you just go, yeah, they're about, like, six hours ahead. I'm all like, bullshit, you got an Alexa. Like, it looked like you was so fake. And then everybody who's listening would be all like, there's no one fucking there. He's a liar. So... I'm so glad that you, yeah. Every okay. So anytime we need to use Alexa, definitely we got to make a mental note of this because if gotta you don't remember, volume it up I need first. To
0: remember, volume up first, and then volume up, first. and then yeah, I keep I keep it low in the office no, because totally every now and then, like,
1: totally understandable.
0: Because I because I, I will use it from time to time to like ask a question, but I need it to not be picked up on my headset no, no, for work it, because if, if every now and then.
1: I would just say, say if we're doing it for the show, definitely get it on mic because that was like perfect because it was just beautiful. all like, oh, beautiful. the time thing. And I'm like, oh, yeah, now we can hear it. But before it just looked like you're a fucking crazy so, person.
0: So so, they are only six hours behind me, which means they are only three hours behind you.
1: OK, that makes sense. Yeah,
0: that's, that's actually – that's way – like for some reason, I thought it was like way more than that. For some reason, but well, you're, probably, um, yeah. you're
1: probably just going like, well, it wasn't that long of a flight from Japan to Hawaii, so. Oh,
0: oh, oh damn! Oh, what? What? Too soon? Wow! Wow! It only fucking happened. Michael. Not December. It's not Bay December, it's not December it. yet. Jesus, fuck, man! That's a oh, that's oh, a oh, December God. joke right there. Oh, oh
1: my bad. Uh, you know, look, hey, Eric. You know what? It is my bad because I walked into a Michael's the other day, and I'm like, we're two weeks into October, and fucking Christmas is up already. What the fuck?
0: Which is which is funny because so uh, so Amy, you know, um, so a- Amy had to make a kind of a emergency trip to Texas uh, today. She, they're actually still on the road as we speak? Um, I am going down to Texas on Wednesday to. Help her no, drive. So I'm, I'm not going to get into the whole story, but we'll just yes, say no, you're good. You no, tell no, us I'm not when g- you're ready. Well, it, it's not it's not about whether me being ready or not. It's the fact that it's not really my story to tell. All, all I'll say on the air is that uh, a friend of ours needed some help. She recently, about a year ago, basically around the same time we moved into this place, she moved to San Antonio, Texas. Um, she's currently living in Austin, Texas, and some shit happened. She needs our help. Amy went down with another friend of theirs today. Um, They're driving down, but then that friend is driving back by themselves, um, I think, Sunday or Monday. I don't know. Um, We have another friend that we used to know in Phoenix who's currently living in San Antonio that Amy is going to stay with for a couple of days. I am flying down on Wednesday. We We are actually purchasing a vehicle from her friend down there in texas which we are going to be driving back so i fly down to um and then my mom's uh and then we're flying down to um i'm flying to texas on wednesday and then we are driving back uh thursday and friday in the in the new vehicle which we are purchasing so it's um it's a whole thing. Um, I've told you guys a little bit about it off the air. Um, it's not, like I said, it's not for public consumption. But just suffice to say, we've got a friend that needs some help, and we're we're going down there to to give them the support and the help they need to to get through a trying time. And so that's my that's my that's my week next week is flying to fucking. I've got a layover in Nashville, then I'm flying to Austin, getting picked up in Austin, driving to San Antonio, spending the hey, night in hey, San Antonio. Hey,
1: hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're giving away Patreon shit. There's people who pay money to already hear that story, where you're flying out to.
0: (laughs) I'm only flying into Austin because it was literally $100 cheaper to fly to Austin than it was to fly to San Antonio. Like, that's literally the only reason. Um, Evidently, they're only like an hour and a half away from each other. I don't fucking know Texas geography. I have literally, literally Uh, in my life never been inside of Texas before. Um, That's like when we came across the country when we moved from Arizona to Ohio— the route we took took us right by one border of Texas but we never went into Texas so i have never actually been inside of Texas and well, i don't I am, know if
1: it's changed i don't know if Texas has changed with but it usually takes you almost 2 days to drive through
0: Texas no texas is fucking huge that's that's the whole my point dad. My
1: dad uh, had to drive back um, a vehicle from Florida to Arizona, and he literally got all the way to, like, his first trip, because he was hauling ass. Uh, uh, But I think the—so it took him three days, and two of those days were fucking Texas. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's it's absolutely nuts. Like, I was looking at the map, like, trying to figure out, like, okay—
1: Circa, like, 1999. So I don't know if they've built anything new or whatnot, but—
0: yeah, because our friend was like, oh, you can fly into Austin or you can fly into San Antonio. It doesn't matter. They're so close. And I looked. I'm like, they're they're close, but it's still like an hour and a half. It's like the difference between Flagstaff and Phoenix, basically, is mm, the difference yeah. oh, between God. Austin yeah. and San Antonio. But then, like, Houston, way the fuck out there. Like, way the fuck out there separate. And then you've got this, like, whole east side of te- or west side of Texas. Like, Houston, San Antonio, and uh, Austin, all that shit is in the like more eastern part of the state, then you've got this like whole western part of the state that's just like fucking nothingness, like for as far as you can fucking drive. Like I'm so glad we don't have to why, go why, into that shit.
1: Why didn't we divide it up like that? Why were we like, yeah, this is how big Texas is gonna be like it's South Dakota like, you know South Dakota and North Dakota were like fucking pissed. We're like, we could
0: have been one Dakota could have just been what one fucking Dakota, fuck? and you know what? They'd they'd have the same number of fucking people they got now. It doesn't fucking matter. Who cares yeah, how many yeah. Dakotas there are? Nobody cares. Yeah,
1: no one cares. But it's like you had to split it's like up, North like, Virginia and South shit. Virginia. Nobody cares. And then I'm like, Nobody where the cares. fuck? What the fuck happened to Old <laughs> York and fucking Old Hampshire? You know,
0: well, like fucking out. Well, 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 well they're in, they're in. Oh. York and Hampshire are, are oh. English. They're yeah. That's Area. why it was New York. Let's be honest. But you know, New York know was history, once so. New Amsterdam. No
1: geography, geography. I did. Did, did you know well.
0: that history. geography was like? Ugh. Were you were you aware of that? That that New York used to be New Amsterdam. Yeah, yeah it's very important knowledge, um, divined upon us. Like I learned that at an early age. Um, I learned from that from Tiny They might be giants. Yes. Yeah. Um, they they might be giants. Taught us uh, taught us a lot. Like for example, Istanbul was once Constantinople. Did you were you aware of that?
1: I I was not until uh, there might be giants.
0: <laughs> but yes, York and Hampshire those were those are actually places in England. Um, and also, hey, fun fact, you know the state of New Mexico? There's an actual uh, old Mexico. There's a co- whole country, whole country called Mexico. Bet you didn't know that. Bet you didn't know that, Arizona boy. Oh. <laughs> well, technically, I'm from New York. <laughs> Oh yeah Just the I'm sorry right you right dropped here. this
1: I'm like fuck yeah Matthew would be proud Learned this from Tiny Tunes. <laughs> Istanbul with
3: Constantinople Now it's Istanbul My Constantinople man. Constantinople, what church delight on a moonlit night? Every gallon Constantinople lives in Istanbul Now Constantinople,
0: so if you would date in Constantinople She'll, she'll be waiting wait. in Istanbul Even old New York was once, once New Amsterdam. Amsterdam Why'd they change it, I can't say People, People just like it better that way can so not back to Constantinople No, you can't go
3: back to Constantinople Been a long time gone Constantinople, why did Constantinople get the works?
0: That's no one's business but the truth. Istanbul
3: Istanbul Istanbul Even old New
0: York Was once was New Amsterdam Why they changed it I, I can't, can't say. say People just liked it better that way Istanbul.
3: Constantinople, been a long time gone.
0: Constantinople, why did Constantinople get the works? That's nobody's, this but the Turks.
3: Oh, been a long time gone the get the works?
2: That's business the Turks.
1: God damn it, Eric. Thank you for bringing that God up. God damn,
0: goddamn right right giant there. I have that so much of their like songs. Jam.
1: Like just like oh fuck I forgot about this one I forgot about this one like all over my hell fucking yeah. Spotify so hell good yeah. fucking pull good fucking pull yeah no that is that
0: is a fucking bop right there I don't care I don't care who I don't care who you are that's good shit. That's good fucking track right there what the hell were we talking about anyway I don't know well, fucking... we were talking about
1: your trip and everything like that but yeah oh um, yeah um, actually, fucking so fuck
0: that shit besides Whatever. that
1: and 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 all your doctor stuff and everything like that um. How how is your Friday right now? You've had a couple of brewskis. Uh, do you wanna uh, you wanna tell the listeners uh, what what you've been drinking tonight?
0: Oh yeah yeah yeah, I can get into that. So um, first of all, I gotta say I'm loving this whole. So basically, throughout the week, I've been pretty much not dry, but fairly dry. Like uh, I usually, I've been having anywhere from
1: a few chardonnays. What of it?
0: Uh, no, it's it's more like just, um, like, honestly, throughout the week, if I drink anything, it's one or two hard seltzers after work, and that's it. Uh, and, and that's been it. So the fact that, like, three real beers deep tonight, I was already like here we go
1: so i don't i don't want to interrupt the story but i have to i have to go back because i, I you said seltzers i remember you were actually trying the kroger branch seltzers how how are they
0: they are good um i would say they were equal in quality to um to truly's or pro- probably white claws um i so i looked because you know how uh kroger brand stuff is always um made by somebody else what?
1: Well, the funny part is, is yes. Yes and yes. So if people want to know a secret, when I start working at uh, Safeway, great. I've become Eric. I'm now talking about <laughs> old jobs. No, I'm kidding. Uh, all up. in good oh, fun. Uh, Matthew would have fucking loved that joke. God damn it, Matthew. <laughs> um, no, no. But, yeah, working at Safeway, they literally told us, they're like, the Safeway Select stuff is actual products that has come from, like, Nabisco or, you know, whatever kooky company, blah, 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 Intimates, blah, blah. Uh, Pepperidge Farm and all that shit. It could be one of those things. They just package it yeah. in their stuff. And that's like, the, so technically For, what you're saying is the Kroger could technically be either Trulies and or White Claw and they just put their wrapping on it.
0: Yeah, a, a lot of store brands are made by the same manufacturers, the same uh, producers as, as um, the name brands. In some cases, the store brands are the rejects of those brands, though, yes. so they're not the highest quality. Mm-hmm. With with Costco, with Kirkland brand stuff, Kirkland does demand a high quality level. In fact, like so so high quality for, for a matter of fact, the Kirkland brand tuna fish, just as an example, the Kirkland brand tuna fish is made by Bumblebee, but the regular Bumblebee tuna is not high enough quality for Kirkland to put their name on. So the Kirkland tuna is actually higher quality than the actual brand name equivalent from the same manufacturer. Ooh. So all Kirkland brand products are made by a major manufacturer. Sometimes you can find out which, sometimes you can't. Like with their bottled water, for example. I get their bottled water all the time, but if you look at the bottle, it says bottled by Niagara. So you know it's, it's Niagara brand water in the water bottles. Sometimes they partner. Kirkland actually has a partnership with McAllen... Uh, distilleries, so they put out the Kirkland brand Scotch. That's actually co-branded Kirkland and McAllen, which is a good fucking distillery. Yeah. With the seltzers, I looked at the I looked at the the packaging, and I discovered that they were distributed by Patco Brands. So I Googled Patco Brands, and I discovered that Patco Brands puts out Mystic Reef hard seltzers in shockingly the exact same flavors as come in the Costco uh, Kirkland brand uh, dis- dis- pack. So the Kirkland brand seltzers are Mystic Reef hard seltzers is what they Which are. Which
1: I've never even heard of Mystic Reef, and now I kind of want to go check those out if I can find them. They are, they're just- I mean,
0: they're pretty much identical to Truly's and White Claws. They're carbonated water, 5% alcohol, cane sugar, and then the flavors. That's it. Yeah. So they're good. 100 calories per, 5% alcohol per.
1: I heard, I heard. Uh, they I taste heard, exactly uh, like true to me. Speaking of the seltzers, I heard SNL's new skit came pretty, pretty hard down on some seltzers.
0: I have not seen any SNL in quite some time.
1: Dude, last time I watched SNL was when Will Ferrell was on the show.
0: <laughs> yeah, hosting or uh, no. on, the show? <laughs> like, on the show?
1: Like on the show. Oh, Jesus. Like, I'm trying to remember. Like, I remember like. Tina Fey being on there, Jimmy Fallon. Like, but like, I probably want to say I dropped whatever the new generation is. And again, this is a, I'm sounding like an old man. Like you think I'm complaining going like back. In, no, no, no.
0: Back in my whatever, day.
1: Whatever the SNL is right now and people are digging it. That's your generation's SNL. And yeah. congratulations. You, you made it because everybody has. And don't get me wrong. If you're lucky enough to go back and watch some of these older cast members, because hen hell, if you get to watch those original shit, like fucking Dan Aykroyd, Bill fucking Murray, uh, John Belushi, uh, fucking hell, like, just goddamn,
0: like. They they have been through, SNL so is many. one of those shows that it, it goes through waves, for sure. Mm-hmm. It goes through waves. Um, it hasn't been something I've kept up on, mostly because, and I'll be honest, like. I don't want to get political, but over the last six years or so, the political, obviously they've been leaning really heavily on the political skits. Yeah. And I have been so fucking burnt out of anything political, even satire doesn't do it. Like, I can't even, I don't want to see fake Trump. I don't want to see fake Biden. I don't want to see fake Clinton. I don't want to see fake, I don't want to see any of their faces even in fake form. So therefore I've, totally fucking skipped it for like at least six years now i've totally fucking skipped it just on the basis of i didn't want to see the political sketches and that's like i was like fucking done i'm so done with politics that i'm like i can't even watch satire of it
1: i agree with that but yeah it's like but that's the thing everyone has their generation of uh saturday night live and i mean i and i used to and i was lucky enough when i grew up I had uh, my parents that introduced me to like a lot of funny films back in the day and stuff like that and that's really got my spark into comedy going like wait a minute I could do this as a job and just make people laugh and blah 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 but it's this funny thing where it's like My parent, like we got Comedy Central and at the time when Comedy Central, when I got it, this was like early 90s, they didn't have their own programming. They literally were just, you know, syndicated stuff. So that's where I fell in love with like kids in the fucking hall. Uh, They show old uh, SNL stuff like back in the day where you're like, oh, shit, Steve Martin's hosting. And it's like the King Tut skit and all that fucking shit, you know. And it introduced me to Mr. Bill. There's a generation out there that does not know who the fuck Mr. Bill is, oh, god. you know. And 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 uh, believe me, you could probably go. On Mr. YouTube Bill was
0: before can... my time, but my dad introduced me to Mr. Bill. I like know. like Mr. Bill was before my time, but still, I know what he, what it is.
2: Mr. Hand, we're we're hiding today for Mr. Hand. Oh we're boot- no!
0: Yeah. We're
2: running away!
1: Yay! Oh my god! Like I think I still have the VHS of that. I gotta see if it's on like. YouTube or whatnot, but fucking hell, did they make a story like you start watching this thing and you think it's like okay, they're just beating the crap out of this like clay, you know, puppet thing or whatnot, but then you realize there's an actual like story arc with it. Like, like Mr. Bill ends up going to like the crazy house, going like, "No, you don't believe me. It was Mr. Hand. Oh no!" Like, like you're just like, "Oh my god!" Like,
0: uh, yeah, some of that old school stuff. I mean, that's the thing is like every generation of SNL has. It's good skits and it's bad skits Has it's good comedians and it's bad comedians. And that's the fact of the matter is when you're every I, I guarantee you every generation of SNL Watcher has watched their live episodes and gone meh and then gone back. And watched it a year later, two years later, ten years later, and been like, "This is the funniest shit ever." Oh,
1: shit. There are there are times when like I'll I'll remember like uh, a like uh, one of the the celebrity Jeopardies, oh, and you're like, "Oh fuck, <laughs> let me find one," and you find it, and it's just like it's fucking golden. You're like, <clears throat> "Oh my god, what the fuck am I watching right now?" But like maybe at the time, and this is what I realized. there's certain stuff you go back and watch. Prime example: so I've not watched. Uh, I haven't watched uh, Little Shop of Horrors in ages. Went back and watched it, and holy fuck, were there a lot of jokes that I missed because I wasn't at the proper age. And that's the thing. You go back and watch some of these old skits, and you're like, oh, fuck, I get this. Even This is even funnier than it should have, like, when I thought it was funny. Yeah. You know, blah, 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 and stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, and everyone's going to have that, but I love, like, the old Comedy Central. I mean, that got me into, like, all these old, like, stand-ups back in the day. Like, the, the early early 90s i mean fuck uh, mystery science theater was on comedy central at that time before they switched over to sci-fi like it's so weird like oh god damn it there's like i mean fuck if they ever did like a like a documentary of just like what was it like like TV and all this weird crazy pop culture shit that like that's why I'm like excited when shit's still around today like when they were like hey we're bringing back a mystery science theater I was like fuck yeah dude I haven't seen that shit in ages and it came back and I got exactly what I wanted I was like this is amazing this is fucking great you know yeah. and, and it is what it is but it's just like yeah but you're right uh, it's like yeah every every genre is going to have that generation and, and there probably is going to be debates about those generations too, where it's like, no, this person was this, but it's like you also have to look at like the body of work. I mean, like you look at like uh, John Belushi and fucking like Dan Aykroyd, and it's all like, well, John Belushi was fucking an Animal House, and that was a huge fucking like milestone for people in their lives yeah. and shit like that. But then you're like, Dan fucking Aykroyd. And uh, got that crew together to make fucking Ghostbusters, yeah. which is like people are still fucking talking about that today, you know, like there's a fucking ghost like there was a fucking good video game, not that fucking piece of shit Activision put out for the Nintendo <laughs> where it was just like, no, it's my turn! and then the only song throughout the entire fucking game was this was that theme. And you're like, Yeah, that's cool and all, but I, I don't wanna hear this on repeat. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, it's, I, I think SNL is just one of those shows that it, it is generational, for sure. Definitely. And it also is one of those ones that I don't think each generation appreciates while it's airing. It's one of those ones that you have to go back. Like, I go back and watch some of the older skits from what would have been my prime watching time and i'm like i don't remember this being so funny like i i feel like i remember seeing this skit and like maybe chuckling but now i'm busting up laughing so i have a so that's cl- why i, I think cl- SNL will stand the test of time people are always Every every single year, people talk about oh, there's going to be SNL's last year. It's so uh-huh. bad this year. Every every single year, people say that. Every single fucking every year. Every s- fucking
1: year. And guess what? It's 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 like The Simpsons. Everyone keeps saying like The Simpsons. Okay, I'm sorry.
0: But it, but that's so- the thing is you go back and you watch it, and it's one of those it's one of those shows that has longevity because you go back and you're like, oh, now I fucking get it. I and it may it. not be you know it's like it's it's hit or miss. In the moment. That's why I don't watch it live. Because honestly, it's hit or miss when I watch it live.
1: If you're not not current, yeah. If you're not caught up on a lot of shit, that's what that's the thing I love about John Oliver, uh, which I'm so sad that Um, I jumped really late into the game with this guy. Because what I love about him is he plays both sides. Like he's like, Look, if you're fucking up on this on the right and you're fucking up on the left, I'm gonna call you out for it and shit like that. And then I even love how we went to Fucking town on the latest episode. If you've seen it from so this week, yeah, this yes. week. yeah, I've seen where, it with AT and T.
0: Yeah, he's a biz- business daddy. Business daddy. <laughs>
1: fucking loved it.
0: As a and, customer and of AT and T, I, I can one hundred percent confirm every one of his comments.
1: <laughs> and, and Anna and I are watching this, and we're like, "God damn it! This guy's been on for eight seasons, and we're now watching it." Like we just oh, it started watching, it probably amazing. back in July, maybe of this year
0: oh he is he is yeah you definitely need to if you if you haven't gone back to some of the earlier seasons I highly recommend you can only
1: it do, you can only do up to to season 7 right now like they don't have the other ones in there are you
0: on do you have HBO yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah so I think there's 7 seasons available right now well
1: there's well, they're on the eighth season yeah, right now. So yeah, the but league. there's
0: seven seasons. Aren't all of the seven seasons available?
1: No, it's only it's only season seven and what's going on with season eight oh, right shit. now.
0: Oh man, there's yeah. got to be. Okay, here's the thing though. They put ninety nine percent of the show up on YouTube in clips, so you can if okay. you go to the official last week tonight with John Oliver okay, YouTube so page, you can go back and see a lot of the a lot of the bit a lot of the segments. But you so do we, miss out on some of the and now this is which are. Fucking fantastic. But. Oh, um, yeah. I love those. Yeah. But, um, anything you um, yeah, can. No, I, I, I know oh. we
1: started watching it, and he's probably been in the. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm a noob coming to this. Uh, we started watching it while he was still in the void and, like, yeah. working from home. Which he, he, was he did that for because... a full
0: fucking season. It was like a season and a half. Like, he started that during the whole. Like, I think it was yeah, either yeah. March or April of 2019 is when he, like, went into the void um or was it 2020 no it had to be Fuck 2020 me. yeah 2020 sorry my bad 2020 yeah Yeah. so it was march or april of 2020 when he went into the void and then in dis- in his last episode of 2020 he blew up the void thinking that he'd be back in front of a live audience come 20 20- fr- come the next season next yeah, season comes 20, of course no, he, he, we yeah, still they haven't fucking dealt like, with this shit
2: center,
1: yeah well, I loved it because what's his face? The Void started talking, yes. and it was the voice of uh, Bob's Burger Archer and all that shit. I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And I feel bad that I can't remember that guy's name, but he's fucking hilarious. He
0: was in a he was in an episode of uh, Short Treks that was fucking fantastic, by the way, for the Star Trek fans out there. Oh, nice. The guy nice. who the guy who you're talking about, the voice of uh, Bob from Bob's Burgers, and he also does the he's he's the other Arby's guy. He's the Arby's guy when it's not James Earl Jones.
1: Oh, okay. He's, he's yeah, the, we he's, have the meats uh, guy yeah, when it's not uh, James Earl Jones. Archery, he's the voice of Bob Burgers. He's the voice of the cashier and, and uh, family oh, guy. Man, it's driving me nuts he's that I can't remember the name. His of original, when I first me. heard him, when I first heard him was in a show called Home Movies. He was Coach McGurk. I gotcha. And that was fun. Like, okay, so that's on HBO Max, I believe right now, is Home Movies. Cause have it's have under the adult swim flag. Yeah. Oh, I highly recommend it.
0: I might have to check that out because, yeah, I do I do enjoy him. Um, and like I said, he was in an episode if you're if you're a Star Dr. Trek fan. Oh,
1: speaking speak, – sorry. Speaking of early Comedy Central, fucking uh, – do you remember Dr. Katz?
0: Vaguely, vaguely, vaguely.
1: Okay. So it's the creator of Dr. Katz did this show called Home Movies. Okay. So the problem with it is a lot of people can't watch these kind of shows because there's a lot of squiggly lines. But what happened is, is Home Movies only ran for one season and was canceled by CBS. And then Adult Swim picked it up because they needed content to just show on their show before they started creating their own content themselves. And what ended up happening is Home Movies became super popular that they brought the series back. So in season two, everything is like, there's no squiggle lines anymore because everyone knew how to draw with Flash finally. So then the show's all like smooth and outlined, but all the voices are there, but like the Coach McGurk character that's that character uh there'll be some voices that you recognize like i know the guy who voiced dr Katz is also like in there and stuff like that so it, very fucking great because it's like this little kid and his friends and they just want to make movie cool uh, so he comes up with like scripts and they write stuff so they have like their own shit that's going on and they're only like probably in elementary school or some shit but it's like but dealing with real like fucking problems because like the first episode with coach mcgurk he's all like brandon brandon don't ever get drunk Get a tattoo. You want to know why? And he's like, no, not, not really. I just want to go out and play uh, uh, soccer and stuff like that. No, uh, Brandon, Brandon, I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. You see this? Is that is that the, is that, yeah, yeah, it is. It's the Chica Banana Lady. Do I have the tattooed on my arm? Because I went in there drunk, all right, drunk. And I was all like, hey, let me get that Chica Banana Lady on my arm. And I did it, Brandon. I did it. You know why? Because you were drunk? That's right. That's right.
0: Because I was drunk <laughs> right. so and, was drunk and that, that, that tattoo parlor had no fucking scruples. That's why.
1: Well, no, this is before they actually uh, they were actually stopping people from getting tattoos when you were drunk. If they, uh, if
0: they were stopping, well, I mean, yeah. L- well, let me, let me tell you this. If, when I was 22, they stopped people from getting tattoos when they were drunk, this wouldn't be on my fucking arm right now because i was not sober when that happened
1: well what year was that
0: uh fucking i was 22 i'm 42 now so that was 20 years ago 20 years what is ago. what is t- today t- 2021 20, 20 years so ago, i guess that would be 20, I, I guess that 17. would be fucking 2001
1: no yeah okay then i don't yeah that was before
0: i still feel like that show i still was up feel before like they, got that tattoo yeah, so I still feel like it, it should have been illegal for them to uh, give me that tattoo in the state I was in because I was not, I was not sober. Um, luckily, it was a small tattoo and it's high up on my. Like I, I had enough lucidity when I went in there and I wanted the tattoo that I was like, no, put it up, put it up here, high on my shoulder, so that when I'm wearing a short sleeve shirt a regular fucking t-shirt, it covers it. So that way I don't ever have to worry about... Basically, the only people who are ever going to see this is if I go fucking swimming or if I'm in a tank top, which means they know me well enough to know that i done stupid shit when I was 22 years old. That's just the way it is. Um, I recently did um, uh, have Raven of Revenge Lover Studios, um, Re- Revenge Lover Designs, do so a uh, cover-up design for my tattoo, which she fucking knocked out of the ballpark. Now I just need to find A a tattoo artist who's willing to take her work and put it on my arm, and B have enough money to have her fucking amazing nope. work because it's nope. detailed as fuck. Put on my on my skin. I need to have that money. Uh, um, what
1: you need to do what you need to do is start putting money away when whenever you can, whatever little bit or whatnot. And then what you need to do is while you're putting money away, you need to research in your State, not just your area, but the entire state of Ohio and be like, what is one of the best tattoo parlors out here? And then start reading reviews and then call them and start contacting them and be like, "Okay, I might have to come into this shop. It's going to be a long drive probably for me, depending on where they're located. Yeah. And then basically when you get there, because like you're you you do want to explain it over the phone but you know you're not going to get your point across. So what you want to do is when you go in there, you go, "I want to, I want to know your person who knows how to draw crazy cartoon art, like from well, well basically 90s, what I just need 90s is Nickelodeon, okay? <laughs> because that's what Ravens artwork I love about it. It reminds me of like the '90s era of Nickelodeon, like. And what I'm talking about the '90s era of Nickelodeon. I'm not talking about the Nicktoons because all those Nicktoons was a mixed bag. Love every single artist and design of these characters all that. But Raven, Raven, Raven was born after her time. Raven would have been perfect to draw all those Nickelodeon fucking bumpers between <laughs> shows. Like all that crazy shit that went on. Like, I totally see her shit. I'm like, dude, like no joke. If Nickelodeon wanted to do a revival, fucking hire Raven, fucking oh, yeah. hire Raven to do your fucking bumpers just to be your fucking art director for crying out loud, because holy shit, she sure. would knock it out of the park with that Nickelodeon shit. And then I can finally get a crappy show on there.
0: For sure. No, yeah, the, the biggest thing is, A, finding an artist that's willing to do someone else's work on you. Because not all of them are. Some of them are like, no, I do my art, and that's fine. That's totally no, cool. I, if you're a tattoo artist who only does your own original stuff, that's cool. But what I need is for somebody that I can take a picture to and say, this is what I want. And for them to be able to replicate that. And there are artists out there who will do that. that and I need exactly. to make sure that I find one of those. And yes. one of those who can do it well. Because Raven's work is so detailed. That, and the work that she did for me especially is very, very detailed. Oh, no. It's, it's fantastic um, looking. Everything so I'll be, I'll, be going, I'll be going from what I have right now is a, for the listeners out there, it's at its widest point, it's about two inches wide. And at its tallest, it's Eric, maybe Eric, three and a half inches. Eric, put your dick away. I thought you were sorry. talking about your tattoo. Sorry, Come on. sorry, sorry. But it's it's not a large it's not a large tattoo. I mean, it's you like that
1: thickness of his dick. Holy oh, crap! Yeah, it's like two inches.
0: God. It. That's it. oh wait. Are we talking th- are we talking across or circumference?
1: Well, I thought you. Oh, I wasn't sure. We didn't get into detail.
0: Anyways, let's not go. Let's not go there. Then um, that's fucking <clears throat> with Stephen and Eric But the point. Small. But the point of the story is, I'm going from essentially a very a small size tattoo to very what nearly a quarter sleeve.
1: You're doing a cover-up.
0: She. Well, but it, yeah, it's a cover-up. But the point is, what Raven designed for me is very nearly a quarter sleeve. So yes. it is. It is a big. Piece. It is not a small piece, and that's totally cool. Like I'm down with it because it represents so much. Like it has it has a rose for my wife. It has a special design for my daughter and my special connection. It has um, it has part of the fern logo. Not the yeah, full logo hard, in there, but it's got I love a it's little bit of it in there. The um,
1: like, Pat, Matthew and I already represented on your fucking team.
0: Yeah, fuck yeah, dude! Like, no, totally. And the first, the first iteration of the design, like, really went heavy on the fern stuff, and I was like, you know what? We're leaning a little too. Like, I had to have her like back off a little bit. <laughs> no, because at first it was a no, little too Eric, heavy on that. Eric,
1: we're your real family. Just, <laughs> just do the tattoo like I told you.
0: I'm just gonna get the I'm just gonna get the fern logo, just straight up tattoo, and just just that, just nothing else. No, but it's also got some some cool throwbacks to um, things that I like, uh, sci-fi stuff. It's also got tra- it's got trademark Raven design in it. You know, it's got oh, yeah. her skull, her eyeball, but she made I, I I still don't know. She didn't answer me when I asked her this. She put it. There's an eyeball in there and. and the skull and the eyeball that's tr- that's pretty much trademark raven like in her original artwork you're always oh, yeah. going to find a skull and an eyeball somewhere in there and there's a skull and an eyeball in this which is awesome because it's you know that makes it raven but yeah. she made the eyeball the eye that's, is yellow that's raven which i don't know if she did this on purpose or not but my absolute favorite character from start all of star trek is data from from next generation who has yellow eyes. So I'm like, when she sent that over and I was like, did you do that on purpose? Did you make the eyeball yellow for data? And she never answered me. So I don't know if that was like, just, it just happened or if it was on purpose, but like fucking Mwah. like that was perfect. That was fucking perfect. Cause I'm like, yes, it's an eyeball for like it, it reflects that it's Raven's work, but also it's a yellow eyeball, which means it's fucking data, which fuck. Yes. See,
1: so, so it's so funny because i want it's so i think it's so weird with ribbon because i absolutely love her artwork but i hate the fact that like every time i was all like oh dude we should totally like she wanted to collaborate on stuff and we've been like talking about like me writing like a, a comic and everything like that and then she was like well you should just do all the drawings and then i'll just ink them and i'm like are you fucking kidding me your artwork's like 10 times better than mine what the fuck do you like about my artwork that's like so what so it's like It's like, I'd rather have her, like, and don't get me wrong, at this point, it's like, yeah, she has enough stuff on her plate with work and commissions and all that kind of stuff. So this obviously is on the back burners, and that's fine. And, you know, and I've been doing, like, Inktober, but I had to do catch-up because I was like, God damn it. But then I've just been sketching, like, drawing little things on Post-it notes and then finally posting them or whatnot. But I didn't start drawing something on my tablet, and I'm like, oh, this is fucking, oh, I like this, and I haven't done it in a while. And then it's like, fuck, it sparks me to go back in. Yeah. you know and, do on, and work on stuff or whatnot but yeah it's one of those things where it's like i i really i love all my friends and i love all my creative friends and stuff like that but i always and I, it I, it's obviously something i know it's me i know it's me and I, maybe every other artist has artist has this or whatnot but i'm just all like why the fuck do you like my artwork like <laughs> god damn it have you seen the shit that you draw like patrick Matthew was checking out uh, this one painting when he was last over here that uh, Patrick did. He was It was a charcoal drawing, uh, and that's what Patrick does. He does these charcoal drawings. And I see that shit, and I'm just like, holy fucking crap, that's amazing. And then his fucking wife's all like, oh, yeah, for our wedding invitations, uh, Steve, can you draw them? Because we like your like cartoonish shit. And I'm like, no, 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 uh, Patrick, do you see what he did? <laughs> do, do you see this? Like, I, I don't I don't get it.
0: I think that's the lament of any artist is you look at other people's work and be like, this is so much better than me. Why? Why the fuck? Um, Thankfully, I am not artistic at all. So I don't have that uh, that impetus because I know for a fact everybody's drawing is better than me because I can't draw a stick figure that looks proportionate. So,
1: you know what, Eric? No, this is this is the thing that pisses me off, though. Okay, so if you you're literally like, hey, I don't draw and that's fine. You have your other creative outlets that you do and everything like that, and that's great. The thing that pisses me off the most is when you see garbage, and I'm going to name two things, and I will shit on these all the time because go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself and the creators of these things, which I don't even know because guess what? I'm not watching your trash because this is fucking trash. 12 ounce mouse that was on Adult Swim, pure fucking garbage art.
0: Never seen it, but like, I'll, I'll, take for I'll,
1: it. I'll put I'll put five thousand dollars down. Uh, my sh- the stuff I draw ten times better than that garbage. Uh-huh. Yet they got a cartoon show and they probably got tw- two fucking seasons, and I haven't gotten shit. The newest thing that I'm pissed off about is the new fucking bullshit on HBO, like something Tom Gentle Tom or whatnot. It's like a kid drawing. Drawings are fucking atrocious. Yet you got twelve fucking episodes, didn't you, dickbag? <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck your garbage <laughs> drawings. This is what 12 year, this is what not even, this is like, like infants draw this shit and you go, okay, that's cool. I, under, I can see that's a mouse. Like if an infant came up to me with the concept of 12 ounce mouse, I'd be like, all right, I get that. And you're very creative for your age because this is a good, I under, I, I could see this is a mouse. But if you're trying to sell me as a teenager, this fucking garbage, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself <laughs> in the mouth, go fuck yourself in the ass and go full, fuck yourself in your dick hole. So fuck you, you piece of shit creators of those two shows. And you know what? Uh, you know what's going to happen? I'm going to get so enraged tonight that I'm going to fucking research it. And guess what? Guess what? I guarantee it. I'm going to find out it's the same fucking dude. He can't <laughs> draw mice and he can't draw human fucking beings. Go fuck this dude. Uh,
0: that's it's right, it's very Mouth, possible. Mouse
1: creator and whatever Tom show that's on HBO Max, go fuck yourself. I haven't yeah. had a rant in a fucking long time, but yeah. this brought up this shit.
0: Yeah. Fuck you. Fucking. And the fucking horse you wrote Twelve it. ounce Tom and fucking Mouse man. Fuck you guys, whoever the hell you are. So, um, I think that brings up the obvious question that we haven't asked yet. How have you been?
1: I I've been okay. Uh, do you want to? We want to take a. <laughs> okay, first. Okay, you know what? Someone else has been added to the list. Fucking Eric. <laughs> you
0: bastard i go off on
1: one (laughs) thing finally for the no no
0: because i've been like waiting i've been waiting for my opportunity My
1: week actually was really good but i'm gonna give me another drink
0: yeah me too I'll, i'll do a i'll do a quick pause hi so uh we got back from got back with some new beverages i'm drinking a uh break uh hazy ipa from heart state uh out of uh gahanna ohio what you got over there
1: so, Anna, uh, Anna, my girlfriend, if people, long-time listeners of the show went out, but Anna, my girlfriend, uh, she went to North uh, Mountain Brewing Company or in mm-hmm. Phoenix, Arizona, and she brought home one I've never had before. It's called Ash Backwards, and it's a chocolate hazy IPA. So,
0: saw. So, it so. is. That's Ash, that's ash Backwards. Saw, so, right? So, it's a chocolate hazy IPA, which I... I love so this is what it, chocolate this is what it porters like. and stouts. I've never had a chocolate IPA before, though, so that sounds really interesting.
1: It is. It is qu- Okay, so most likely when you do a chocolate beer, it's usually like, what, your porters?
0: Yeah, usually a porter or a stout. The same used to be true for anything coffee. Coffee used to be exclusively porters and stouts, but now they've we done a lot of coffee us. blondes, the coffee kolsch, which I really—oh, that— god damn it i really wanted to get some coffee Kolsch while we were f- from fucking hus while we were while i was out there but i was only there for like three days so fucking anyways um, god damn it. Yeah. You know
1: what we should have done fuck
0: there's a lot of things we should have done but i just didn't yeah, have we the fucking time sh- we
1: should have gone to the hus brewery um gotten a couple of drinks and then fucking done the show and then we could have brought back some cu- fuck i should have picked some up at the store for you i didn't even think of that
0: I, I didn't until, like, honestly, it was the next time I was at the store and I saw some other coffee blonde that I'd tried before. And I thought, because I've tried a few coffee blondes and coffee pales that I was like, oh, I'm going to see if this compares. And nothing, nothing has compared to that coffee coals from Huss. Yeah, like, so I'm oh. going to be honest with you. Anyways. So
1: this this tastes like it's got a nice bite. OK. that Like a little bit of the hazy to it. You know, you definitely taste that. But. It does taste like a porter, okay, but it doesn't feel heavy if okay. that makes sense.
0: okay. Well, porters don't always have to be super heavy. there there are heavy porters and there are light porters. Stouts almost always range from heavy to very heavy. Porters, on the other hand, you can have a lighter porter. It's still gonna be heavier than other beers, but you can have a light a lighter porter. But yeah, a chocolate hazy IPA sounds very, very interesting to me, and it's good. I, I'm I'm very interested. I, I'm I'm gonna have to see if I can find any equivalent or something similar here. Because if, if
1: not, dude, uh, we got a plan. We gotta we gotta start planning like you coming out, us going out, and stuff like that. And yeah, we need to be like, okay, these are the places we need to hit. Yeah, Well, for for sure,
0: next time, I mean, I'm sure it'll be another two or three years, but the next time I come to Arizona, it's going to be a better planned trip. It's going to be a a planned trip where you guys can get time off in advance. Like, it's not just my time off. And because this time around, it was just a this is when I can go. This is the only time I can go. Literally, that was it. Like, it was it was a matter of. I either use these flight points now or they're gone. Of course, I didn't know I was going to be ending up. I'm kind of glad now that I didn't know that this thing to Texas was going to come up because I would have ended up using my my flight points for that instead. And I wouldn't have gotten my trip at all. But at the time, it was basically like, this is it. I don't have another shot before the end of the year and then they're going to expire. I'm not going to be able to use them. I don't want to waste it. So here's my trip.
1: Like, that's what I'm saying. That's what what I'm saying. Like, no, it was good seeing you. And yeah, obviously things were kind of chaotic and stuff like that. But hopefully with the next time it's like, boom, we'll have like, okay, Matthew and I can plan. We can be like, hey, we can go out there. We can get to like an Airbnb and then we can figure out shit to do and blah, blah, blah. And then vice versa. You can come here and we can figure out like hopefully I have a house by then. And we have, like, be like, okay, you can either stay with me or you stay with Matthew. Matthew and I can do, like, the shared parenting thing, like a divorced couple, you know. (laughs) We'll figure it out. But, yeah, it's, like...
0: I mean, that part wasn't even that big a deal. Like, that part, like, worked out. Like, I was able to stay at Matthew's place. And, like, the only contingency was that I had to be out of that room in time for Megan to go to work one day out of the time I was there. One day. um, Because the other day she had a meeting in office. So it's, like, she... I got out of the room in time for her to be if she needed the, the office for work, but it didn't even matter. Like that part, so, <clears throat> whatever, that worked out fine. So, but the fact so, of the matter is I want to be there while you guys are also off. That That's no, the whole point. So, but,
1: so actually, Eric, I have to ask, since we all know we're this far deep into the episode— Anybody who actually is listening to us still will, will hear this. Because, you know, for a fact, Matthew's going to listen in for a little bit, be like, they talk about me. And they'll be like, OK, they mentioned me going to Hawaii. OK, cool. All right. Whatever. <laughs> I'm that's out. It. So I have to ask, how many times did you jerk off in their place?
0: In their place?
1: In their place, outside Wait. their place, in the pool, wherever. Like, I mean, well, you
0: oh, the, like, you how far outside front, their place does, you, does it count? I mean, down three. the street? Uh, no Um, Uh, were
1: you on were you on the Renfro compound when you ejaculated
0: (laughs) unfortunately I didn't know the I wasn't aware of the drop your load in the fireplace rule until after I had left otherwise I would have made an effort Um, but no in all honestly um, I wasn't there long enough honestly Um, and you know off off topic that's a whole neher issue altogether, but um in all honesty in all honesty no no it it didn't it didn't happen while I was on their premises um, so
1: so okay, now I gotta ask the actual serious question because I know Matthew's gonna listen to that and be like, okay now I'm good i got uh, and jerk <laughs> okay did you did you hear Matthew
0: and megan I did not I did hey, not. Like- um no um so. The, the way their place is set up, they would have had to been really loud for me to hear them because their room, the way it's set, like, down and away from kind of everything else, like, even though my room was technically next to them, unless they were in their... If they did it, like, in their bathtub before I fell asleep, like, maybe. Maybe I would have heard that, but um, oh no. No, just uh, the, the layout okay. of the house. Okay. And, and okay. to be fair, <laughs> I sorry. don't...
1: Sorry, Eric. I'm sorry, Eric. All I'm gonna say is Matthew didn't pull a power move because I'm. If you stayed with me, I would have fucked Anna every single night and made her like, so you could hear it, just so you could be like, that dude fucks every night.
0: No, you would have done that as a gift to me, so I would have would have no, 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 had no, no. something.
1: No, I jerk it to no, because to you, you're only hearing about this now. Like now, I'll never do it because now, you know the plan. Na- but I want people to no, think I like every night. No, I want I want you to. Night, I want you to every night
0: fucking fucks no no i want you to because i want because that would have given me the inspiration to be like yeah i hear steve getting it yeah that's right get it well, i saw
1: some knuckle child in my mm-hmm. fucking uh kitchen sink
0: yeah i'd have been like would have yeah. been an honor yeah but no um yeah no no See, just it, it just it, is, just, it next never time? i was wow. too exhausted I, honestly i was too exhausted from the trip and the the hecticness of the short time i was there It just, it never,
1: you got crossfaded like a motherfucker.
0: It, yeah, that, um, yeah, we did a, we did a little experiment to see if, uh, if that was for me and I have to say, uh, probably not, not, not as far as like maybe for sleep for sleep. Yeah. Shit knocked me the fuck out. I think
1: like, I'm curious if like you gave up the drinking aspect and just went that way.
0: It would be interesting to see because yeah, I did have I did have I had, had a couple of beers before I hit uh, hit the wicked. dad pen the first time, and then I had a couple of beers at the restaurant. Then I hit it again. Then I hit yours, and at that point there was like a period of like two hours where it was just like literal laughing gas. There was mm-hmm. a period of like two hours where everything anybody said was just the funniest thing I had ever heard in my life, and I could not stop laughing. I could not control wanted, myself you, I you was dying
1: an episode where this motherfucker centered himself uh go back to the episode entitled John fucking Lipko because that was the episode
0: I was so but, but I wish we were recording two hours before we started recording because that's How when you- I was just fucking anything you guys said it didn't matter you guys were like hey look there's a sink over there I'd be like there's a fucking sink over there I was uh, dying. I was literally dying. uh, Goddamn! I I was. It was. I could not stop laughing. The slightest little thing set me off, and I was just like uh, uncontrollable. And then by the time we sat down to record, I was I was coming down. I was tired. And then we were sitting down at that table, and I was just like I was thinking. Like my brain started going through like all the memories, like you guys called me out like several times for caressing the table because I was just like this fucking First table game. It was
1: Matthew that was calling you out for the table thing. <laughs> honestly, I didn't honestly, even I found it very endearing. Like I was just like, I don't know what you're obsessed with at my table, but that's that's fine. But I literally oh, uh, was talking to my buddy uh, Patrick uh, uh, and he and his uh, his his brother in law does a lot of like three D printing and I was like, dude, I should have asked him to model this table and like put the little like like make it like Make it the table, but then also make like the board and like like computers on it or whatnot. Oh and I'm God. like, I can just send this to Eric and make it like a Christmas order oh for God, him. And then amazing. you know, it's like like a f- like oh shit, this is the first time we oh, like we sat would, down podcast.
0: I would literally you know? cry. You have no idea. You have no fucking idea. Uh, actually, you do because you were there two nights before that when you know exactly what I'm capable of when people push the right buttons. Um, speaking, then what of which, she's gonna do? Uh, what's that?
1: I go. Oh, my girlfriend's just very good at what she's going for. So yeah. Well, oh,
0: that's yeah. I I wanted to ask uh, offline. I'm, I'm gonna ask another question. Um, but
1: well, that's fine. remind
0: me of that because I know I'm gonna fucking forget. So remind me uh, I that I have a question to ask you about that offline.
1: I will ask you. I will ask you that uh, towards the end of the uh, show because you know, right now, Eric.
0: Uh, I never. Been listening I to asked you how your fucking weeks, how your last couple of weeks have been. And then we paused to get beverages and then we started talking about beverages and I never heard how your fucking last couple of I'm, weeks have been.
1: Okay, so as minus minus everything prior to that Jesus when I was bitching fuck. about two uh, really shitty animation shows. Yes. <clears throat> uh, my week's been fine. My week's been it's been it's been You've gotten
0: some been... news since the last time we recorded. Do
1: I have some news?
0: Yes, you have because you w- cuz you guys didn't do a show last week, right? No, we didn't. So we we talked about it briefly about schedule changes and things.
2: Oh
1: yes, uh, yeah. Well, I thought. Oh, that's right. I didn't. T- I told you guys and everybody else. Yes, I I um I I got a new I got a new job.
0: Congratulations. Uh, I don't have a sound drop, so.
1: Uh, there you go. Uh, we'll, we'll throw in Matthew's favorite. Uh, oh, I got a new job. did not even go off. <coughs> oh, it's frozen. <laughs>
0: We'll fuck, just, you just know, leave my I'm clapping so and we'll okay, be done with just it. i say
1: this. I like, love how it was like my week's great and things have been going good. But yay. right now, okay, Spreaker, fuck you. It's a shit. It used to be a great soundboard. Now you're just a garbage pile of fucking oh, shit man. like 12-ounce mouse, you goddamn garbage child of trash fucking. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, the soundboard's back, but you're going to remove the fucking one that I wanted to fucking use. A real... Oh, yeah. I edit and then delete... Fuck you! You know what? I'm so glad I'm closing with a different fucking song tonight. <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you! I mean, you know what? I'm gonna build. I'm gonna. I'm pretty sure it's on. I'm pretty sure it's on like a like a web form or whatnot. I'm gonna figure out how uh, I can create a soundboard through fucking uh, GarageBand because fuck you record. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> There's there, there's
0: a I'm ton of good. soundboard websites out there. It's just a matter of preloading the sounds so that you don't have Fair to no. wait for the loading. Well, that's
1: the thing. Like, I have all the sounds and everything that, that I use. Like, I've already recorded this shit. But, like, uh, whatever. Fuck you. Record your shit. Um, anyways, my week's been good. Uh-
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: I know everyone this like Steve seems really enraged. Honestly, no, my week's been good. You're like my week um, has
0: been fucking fantastic.
1: God damn well, it. my week my week's been good and my week's got my next week's gonna be even better. Uh, Monday, uh, apparently I'm watching I'm seeing dune in uh, theaters for free. so um, we just won passes yeah. from uh, friends of the show, Geeks who uh, eat nice. Sarah and Math. Uh, so uh, uh, nerd... I just want to thank them again because uh, Ann and I were able to go see Halloween Kills uh, before it got released this Friday. There will be a new episode of Not Another horror Horrorcast. I know we're few and far between. I would say probably every Halloween we're dropping an episode. <laughs> um, we're trying to get back into it. A lot of stuff is changing right now. Obviously, a new job gig and everything like that. But yeah, uh, so yeah, my week's been great. It's like I won tickets to go see uh, Halloween Kills, which I absolutely really enjoyed. Now, don't get me wrong, being a horror fan and blah, 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 I'm going to always love the original. That's, that's just how it yeah. is.
0: That's, that's kind of like. how it is with a lot of genres. Right? I, I am a yeah. sci-fi fan. I am specifically, in in specific, a Star Trek fan. And Star Trek fans come in a lot of different varieties, but every Star Trek fan you talk to will have the one series or movie or whatever that is their go-to, that is their pilot point or their 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 anchor point into the into the into the the lore for me that's TNG because that's how I grew up for my mom that's TOS because that's how she grew up for a lot of other people it's going to be Voyager or Deep Space 9 or Enterprise it's going to be whatever they grew up with but that's the thing it's whatever you started with it doesn't matter if it came out in your time or if it's just what you started with your anchor point is always going to be your frame of reference so i judge Every new Star Trek thing that comes out against my memory of Tng, and I feel that's probably the same way with you when you see new horror, especially in a series that has been continuing like Halloween, you judge it against whatever the first your first experience with that series was
1: exactly and 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 that's how it goes and stuff like that, which is funny because uh. So, like, the new Halloween, basically, so when they did the reimagine or reboot or whatever you want to call it, um, and they brought back Jamie Lee Curtis and, like, everybody from, like, kind of, like, who's around from the very, very first one of John Carpenter's film, it was basically supposed to be, like, this is the original sequel we we wanted. Um, Because, let's be honest, so Halloween 2 is a sequel. John Carpenter very... had little to do involved in stuff like that because he he felt like the first movie should have ended how it ended. And of course, mm-hmm. when you see that original ending to Halloween, you're like, holy fucking shit. Like, it just puts that fear in you of just like, oh, we're not going to tell you the rest of the story. We're just going to let you know, like, there's a maniac out there, so just beware on Halloween. Like, that was the whole, like, kind of gist of it. Second one kind of wrapped it up with everything happening on still that same night. And then the third one which is funny because if you literally remove Halloween three from the title and just called it season of the witch and just took it as that fucking great movie stands on its own because originally at that point, sorry, I'm getting into horror movie news. No worries. Go like that. for it. But, uh, but originally they were going to just do Michael Myers, Michael Myers, and then Halloween was going to become an anthology. So every Halloween movie was just going to be its own story that took place during the season of Halloween, which in retrospect would have actually been a great fucking idea because yeah. I love anthologies, especially when they did it in films, such as uh, Twilight Zone, the movie. You got um, Tales from the Crypt movies sometimes do that. Uh, fucking, oh shit, what was it? Um, God damn it, I can see it. Uh, a lot of people were involved with it. Creepshow, there we go, creep show. Okay. It was an anthology movie and stuff like that. And if you actually watch that first movie of Creep Show is fucking nuts. One of the stories has Ted Danson <laughs> and Leslie Nielsen in it. In the yeah. same fucking story.
0: The white-haired wonders together?
1: Right? So, All they anyways, need is so Steve Martin Halloween, and they be so set. So what happened is, is, when Halloween 3 came out, Season of the Witch, a lot of people were pissed off because they're like, where the fuck is Michael Myers? Why are you calling this Halloween? So, to rectify that, Season of the Witch is like its own standalone movie. Really doesn't reference anything. Next movie comes out is Halloween 4. I believe it's the... I think it's yeah. The, I think it's the Curse of Michael Myers. Then it's the no, the Return of Michael Myers, the Curse of Michael Myers, and the and the Revenge of Michael Myers. So that was the new set of three films. Exactly. They got rid of fucking numbers, which everyone was like, "What the fuck? Fuck you!" Like, you ever tried collecting the Halloween movies or any of these? That's the problem with horror movies. I'm sorry, I'm getting off on a tangent right now. That's the problem with some horror movies is they would have okay, so. Prime example, Child's Play, Child's Play, Child's Play 2, Child's Play 3. What's the next one in the series? Should be Child's Play 4. Nope. Bride of Chucky. What the fuck? I know it's the fourth movie, but I have to put it. Uh, God damn it. You know what this does to my OCD? It fucks me over. Big time, (laughs) horror fan. Um, Where
0: where are my fucking numbers? God damn
1: it. You know what? I'm going to be honest. Leprechaun, Leprechaun 1, Leprechaun 2, Leprechaun 3, Leprechaun 4 in space but they still put the four in there yeah. so i was okay with that but then what these motherfuckers do leprechaun back to the hood god <laughs> damn it Don't as, get me wrong, as, it as a star trek movie. fan
0: i can feel you because we had star trek the motion picture okay that was the first one then we had star trek 2 then we had star trek 3 and star trek 4 and star trek 5 and star trek 6 And then they switched casts and they started just naming them. And they didn't put the numbers on them until they released them for DVD, Blu-ray, VHS, whatever. Then they put the numbers on them so that we could keep them in order. But the actual names of the movies were Star Trek Generations, Star Trek First Contact, Star Trek Nemesis. Like, they didn't have the fucking numbers anymore. Which Uh really made it annoying when they decided to reboot and created just Star Trek. That was it in 2009 when they rebooted the franchise under JJ J. Abrams it was just star trek and so now we have to call it we the fans have to call it star trek 2009 to to, to differentiate it from the other one so i totally i can okay. even as that's a non horror like, fan i get funny. your pain it's like <laughs> i it's feel like your pain
1: like and i love the fact that sci-fi and horror fans are kind of one and the same if you think about it because there are Sci-fi horror films, but yeah. then there's also sci-fi films that have horror elements in them.
0: Yes, I w- okay. as a, As a point of as a point of context context, I would ask you this: Alien, horror or sci-fi?
1: See to me, it's horror sci-fi.
0: See to me, it's sci-fi horror. Right? Okay. Okay. Event Horizon,
1: horror sci-fi.
0: I agree with you on that one. Okay. I agree with you on that well, one. I no. think I think the horror elements outweigh the sci-fi elements on that one. I do I do still say the sci-fi is in there, but unlike Alien where I felt the sci-fi was slightly above I, I thought it was pretty equal. Alien I think is a great film. I love Alien oh, it's a by the way. Fantastic film. Just don't don't think I'm knocking Alien at all.
1: No, no, I don't think so at all. Alien
0: and Aliens fan both fantastic movies, but I do think of them as Sci-fi horror, but just barely. But, but Event Horizon, okay. so now definitely horror you. sci-fi.
1: So now I have to ask you. Now I have to ask you. This is oh my god, Eric. We might, and it's never going to get off the ground because we're both fucking lazy. But I just realized <laughs> we might have a podcast where it's like sci-fi horror, horror sci-fi. And we, that's the we could the just podcast. do
0: it as a crossover episode of B Horror Cast and my upcoming sci-fi podcast, Interstellar Comms with Eric. That's all Every I'm saying. One-
1: Dude, do we... Okay, we should plan on these, and I'll put it this way. We put out one, we see how people like it, and mm-hmm. then if we if people like it, we do every other month. We'll do one.
0: Okay. okay? All right.
1: If people really dig it, we'll do it every... We'll do that there's, one There's enough that okay. I think
0: cross the, cross the genre barriers that we could, we could come up so, with a good series, for so sure. This,
1: so now I have to ask this question. Okay. So, Aliens... Mm-hmm second one. Where where does that fall?
0: I I still go sci-fi horror on that one. But I think it's... But here's the thing. I think that one is more sci-fi than the original one. Like, if I had... Alien would be sci-fi horror, like, almost neck and neck with just sci-fi just barely beating out horror. Aliens, I think they upped the sci-fi and brought down the horror a little bit.
1: So, no, because I was going to throw in another category to it. What's that? Because to me, it goes... Action, well, sci-fi then horror because it, uh, to me that's to me aliens. Aliens is more
0: definitely of, was an action flick. I mean, was for sure,
1: more of an action film, and then sci-fi to me just comes next because of all the technology they're using. So, right? so
0: for me now, here's the thing: as a sci-fi fan, I have to, I kind of separate action flicks as a. Almost sub genre. One of my springs okay. on my on my uh, mic no, stand. I that, that it was like so, bang, bang. Bang. It, was, it was one of the springs on my uh, mic stand. Um, oh, I, I almost consider action as like a sub subgenre. genre. Like almost like okay. not not a sub genre. Actually, I want to say a, a super genre is what it is. Like you have action, and that's kind of above everything else. And you can have you can have action. You can have I I consider action and drama to be Super genres. And then underneath that, you have your sci fi, your horror, your romance, your like your, 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 and those are like the nitty gritties. For me, anything that uses any type of science as a plot moving device, if, if space travel, aliens, um, anything, time travel, anything that is scientific in nature not magical because then we start then we then we go to fantasy there's a whole other subgenre of fantasy but when you're looking at science whether it's space travel time travel technology anything like that then you're looking at sci-fi and then you have your horror where you're looking at specifically the elements of the story are intended to be scary as opposed not just dramatic but scary scary so there, there is – yeah, there's a whole thing there. But yes, under – I, w- I would classify both alien, the first two alien movies under the super genre of action. And then for me, it would go action, sci-fi, horror on both so this of them. Is,
1: so this is interesting to me. So I think of the first aliens, horror, sci-fi. The second one, to me, is definitely, like, action-packed, and then a little horror, but mostly, like, it's action, sci-fi, and then horror, because I feel like the okay. horror is more just, like, action-based or whatnot. Yeah. But the I, I can third
0: Alien? Is that alien Resurrection?
1: 3. Yeah, no, Alien 3, not Resurrection.
0: Was that 4, That's then? That's the fourth one. Again with the fucking numbers? God <laughs> damn it!
1: Did you Alien? Alien, <laughs> and then Alien 3, and then the fourth one is Alien's Resurrection. Don't get me wrong, I'm pissed... I'm pissed that's what I'm saying, right?
0: <laughs> I know. That's what I'm like, damn it, they fucking did us to us in the Alien Series too. Fucking goddamn it. Those I, motherfuckers. Those goddamn that's like motherfuckers. A, that's
1: like a because if people classify them as sci fi, they're getting <laughs> fucked. If you classify them as horror, guess what? You're getting fucked as well.
0: Uh, I that's don't a Oh god, I'm gonna be honest, I don't remember Alien Three then. Was it okay, Alien Three so- or was it Aliens Three? Because it, was, it alien, was Alien, Aliens. It was it was Alien,
1: Aliens, and then Alien 3.
0: A- that doesn't I'm make any so goddamn shocked. sense. But
1: oh, alien fuck 3 you! And I'll put it this way. This is the scary part.
0: Well, I'm going to find out whoever's in charge of number naming these movies, and I'm going to slap them right across their face.
1: Alien 3 like is more of a horror movie than the original.
0: I'm going to have to find it, and because re- I know I've seen them all. Oh, up I until the most, it. I, the I, I believe there's it. one that was, like, fairly recent, like, within the last 10, 15 years. But we when had, I say fairly okay, so recent. Had,
1: okay, so we had Aliens Resurrection. That was the last one. I think it was actually directed by... Uh, That's Josh the
0: last one yeah. I saw, Resurrection.
1: Yeah, and they brought uh, they brought Sigourney Weaver back as Ripley. Was that
0: directed by Joss Whedon?
1: That was directed by that Joss Whedon. That was directed
0: by Joss Whedon before Joss Whedon was Joss Whedon, though. Because yeah, I didn't know Set who the up. fuck that was directed by go look that up. All I know is this fun story. When I was working at the movie theater, Alien Resurrection was out. You know what else was out at the same time? Anastasia, the animated film.
1: They got swapped.
0: Here's the thing. Back in the day when I worked there, you had actual film movies, and there were times near the end of a movie's run when you when you go to a movie theater and you see that a movie only has one showtime, and then another movie also only has one show time. And it's like, one show time is in the morning, one show time is in the evening. And then you look and you're like, oh, they're in the same theater. We did that. We had Anastasia and Alien Resurrection playing in the same theater. Anastasia played in the morning and Alien Resurrection played in the evening time. I was not working. I would like to point out, A, first of all, I was not doing projection that day. I was actually on box office that day. But the projectionist threaded the wrong film. Because this is when we didn't just... They didn't just push a button and choose which movie to play. They actually had to thread fucking film through a goddamn projector to make the movie go. And the projectionist threaded the wrong film. And it wasn't... It was 25 minutes into the movie. Not the trailers. 25 minutes into the movie before a parent came out and said something to me at the box office like, I don't think the right movie's playing... And I was like, huh? And they're like, yeah, we came to see Anastasia. I don't think this is Anastasia. And I was like, huh? And so I went and I walked with them to the theater. As soon as I walked in the door, I was like,
1: that's not Anastasia. That's not even animated.
0: (laughs) I was like, and I'm looking, I I look at my, I literally look at my watch. I look at the time and I'm like, this movie's been playing for half an hour, dude. Like you just now came out. There wasn't a ton of people in there. Like there was only like maybe six, seven people in there, but like six, seven families with kids who are expecting to see Anastasia and instead Alien Resurrection is playing. And I'm just like, bursting, oh fucking? my
1: God, an alien. It's destroying your childhood.
0: Which, which is a, a little bit amusing because when Anastasia did first come out, I did have multiple, not just one, I had multiple people come out of Anastasia demanding refunds because the movie was satanic and they didn't want their kids to watch right, this garbage so first i was off, like
1: first off, the day, uh, what Did, i love that i love your louis black
2: that was great
1: <laughs> what um uh, Anastasia ha, ha, didn't never saw it in theaters. Never saw it on VHS. Never saw it on DVD. I think it was streaming, and Anna was like, "Oh, you should watch this." Uh, first off, love the voice casting on
0: that. Oh, not uh, not, a, not a bad movie got, at all. Got, not a bad not Nick a bad Ryan, animated flick for a non Disney flick.
1: Baldwin, yeah. I believe uh, Chris uh, Christopher Lloyd. Um,
0: fuck. No, there were there were a lot of good names in I Anastasia, remember, especially oh God, like I said, not voice. being a, for, for not being a Disney flick um yeah it was it was pretty it was pretty packed and it was it was not a bad film at all and certainly not satanic i don't know where the fuck they got that from but like i said multiple people in different in different showings came up to me in the middle of the movie saying i demand a refund because this movie is satanic i'm like you yeah what, what
1: eric thank you thank you so much you trigger something I forgot to talk about this week, which you will absolutely love. All right. After this, we're going to get to some music. And then and then, because I'm like, I finished that beer and I kind of want another one. But I want to get to music and everything like that. So I'm going to tell the story then we're going to do music. All right. And then and then we'll wrap we'll wrap this bad boy up. But holy fuck, Eric, as soon as this happened to me and I was at work, okay. I was on the phone. I had a call come in person asked me yeah hello welcome to blah 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 how can I blah 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 uh so this this woman calls in and she's like um she's like oh I got a call from you guys we need to verify something I'm like okay yeah no problem so we have to do this three-way call and we're on we're on hold basically with this bank uh and we're sitting there and sitting there and like the music's playing and you're just like okay yeah okay and then I don't know where she's just all like so what's your name I'm like, uh, Stephen, like we talked about earlier when, when the call came As in, I said like, when so I Steven, answered the
0: phone. Anyway. So, Stephen,
1: mm-hmm, where do you put your money into? And I was all like, is this like a pyramid scam going on right now?
2: <laughs>
1: Eric, I'm not going uh, to lie. I really wish it was a pyramid scam. <laughs> uh, what do you mean, where do I invest my money? Well, your life. Like, where do you think you go once you leave this world?
0: Like, A, what's that have to do with money? And B, the fuck?
1: <laughs> Eric, I want... I, there's so many... Because, let's be honest, I put in my two weeks. This was a golden opportunity to just say, fuck it. What if I actually just told this person, who I'll never meet, never see in my entire life. But you know what, Eric? I decided to take what my, what some people might say, like, oh, OK, you just trying to watch your ass. No, I decided to take the higher road. And All guess right. what? I was not disappointed in that journey, because it only got better uh, when I didn't uh, intervene. Uh. <laughs> And I'm all like, I literally just told her, I was just like, well, I don't know. I believe there's a higher power. And because I'm an agnostic, I used to be a huge atheist. But I'm like, I still believe in, well, fuck, I, I see ghosts. So I can't say I don't believe in ghosts. But I see spirits. I see all that kind of shit. I believe in cryptozoics and blah, blah, blah and whatnot. But yeah, so I'm like, look, I don't know what happens when we die. But I'm, 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 I'm in my headspace. I'm like, look, as long as I didn't kill anybody steal from like billions of people just be like like those conglomerates where it's just like oh not only did i lie i stole money from people who invested in me so like fuck you like as long as i didn't hurt anybody directly destroyed their lives i assume that i would get up there and be like look i want, i might not have the best room in whatever the afterlife has to offer but i'm pretty sure they're like hey this guy's cool Put him next to the sack machine. Just don't put him next to the ice machine because it's kind of noisy. <laughs> this guy, this guy's all right. You know, he's all right. So I basically said, like, hey, if I'm good and I treat people the way I want to be treated and just be like, hey, you know, like, and try to help people out the way I can help people out. Because it's like, guess what? There's certain things like if a guy's like, hey, I need a kidney, I'm all like, I'd give you my kidney, but I don't let me go check. Nope, we don't match. And then you'd be like, fuck you. You'd be like, look, I told you I'd give you a kidney, but if it's not going to work, it's kind of pointless at that, right? You know? Anyways, yeah. so she goes on. She's like, it doesn't matter what you do. It doesn't ma- We all sin. We all bad. She's going off. And then she just goes, as long as you accept that Jesus died for your sins, we're all going to make mistakes. But if you accept Jesus inside of you, you can get to heaven. That's how you get to heaven. And I almost... Om- and no joke i literally people say they bite their tongue i bit my tongue because i almost been like so hitler stop <laughs> dying his bunker this is all like
4: jesus i accept you into my life i know i did some
1: shit but you know the jews weren't nice to you boom i always said this mm I'm sorry, if you died, you did everything you you sh- thought you should do, you were nice to people, you are good to people, you, you didn't hurt people, yeah, maybe, there's certain stuff, we're not perfect, we're human, we're not perfect, we're always gonna, the reason why we fail is a reason to learn, that's, uh, that's how we work. But if no joke, you fucking go up to heaven and Hitler's there? I'm sorry. I'm gonna be goddamn fucking pissed.
0: Like who let this motherfucker yeah. in the goddamn door. I'm
1: mainly like Morgan Freeman and wanted where he's all like, if you guys think you're all righteous, then shoot this motherfucker. Like you would be fucking pissed. For sure. Right? Because you're like, sure. okay, first off I know for a fact, I didn't do half the shit he did. Heck! I I might have done it in Grand Theft Auto Five. But I'm pretty sure they were all Americans. Damn. And, and all white. Like, that's the, probably the most worthless, worth, like, ruthless thing I've ever done where I'm just like, I'm going to drive around this white neighborhood in Grand Theft Auto and just run over people. Fuck it. It's a video game. But I get up to heaven and I see Hitler there and I'm all like, okay, first off, I check out my aggression on inanimate objects. This motherfucker built showers that spread. Poison and just (laughs) murdered people.
0: You have you have no idea how many times per day per day I get a God bless you at the end of a phone call. That I just every single time what I say is you too goodbye and that's what I say because I'm just like I'm not going to actually say the words, but I will just give them a you too buddy great. You know, whatever. But what I want to say, because typically the kind of people who give me that message are also the type of people who give me the vibe that this would fucking terrify them. What I want to say every time I hear a God bless you at the end of a call is "Assalamualaikum." <laughs> if I just dropped that every time, I swear I'd be fired within a week. But... Yes. It would be, but I'd be like, what did I say wrong? I, I literally said the same thing to them. I literally said God bless them too, or God be with you is what I said. You know, that, that's what I said to them. But I said it in a religion they don't like. So, oh, they're mad at me now. Like, okay. But no, I say just. Last day. Because, last day yeah, yeah. It. Last day, I'd be like, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'd be like, and Allah blessed be his name be with you as well. <laughs> you but, know? Yeah,
1: no, it's, and, and, like, look, I get it and stuff like that, but I, like, I made my decision about, like, what I believe in and blah, 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 and yada, 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 and stuff like that. And I'm not trying to change other people's views and stuff like that. I'm like, look, I I, I give people credit. I I actually i am envy of those people who actually believe, like, okay, if I do this, this, and this, like, boom, I'm I'm guaranteeing stuff like that. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I honestly, I don't know. I feel like... You know, basically, like, just Peter Vakeman and fucking Rain Stance just going all like, it's a pleasure working with you, Dr. Vakeman. I'll see you on the other side, Dr. Stance. And they just cross those beams. You're like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if we're going to survive this. I don't know if there's anything above and beyond. I'm like, everything that's been uh, 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 put together. Like, I almost feel like every every movie, every comic, every iteration of Heaven and Hell and stuff like that, I feel like I'm going to get there and I'm going to be very disappointed. It's not going to be what everybody imagined it to be, you know, and and it could be, oh, hey, my heaven's my own thing or my hell's my own thing. And it's just like, who knows what is going to happen in this life? To me, it's just like you only have one life. Live it. Enjoy it. You know, if you have issues, hopefully you find something that makes you happy or you get the help you need or you have great friends. And and guess what? Everyone, everyone, they they have those issues. Everyone, everyone hits that that wall and stuff like that. But it's just like people are out there. People care for you and stuff like that. And just like live your life. Just, just to me, I'm always just like treat people how you want to be treated, you know, exactly. or whatnot. If look, that's, if I treat somebody like a piece of shit, and they come back me every piece of shit, then you know what? That's on me. I treated them like a piece of shit. Yeah, you know that
0: that that's my general. Yep, that's that's my general rule as well is to live by the golden rule as as if, and not necessarily the golden rule as taught by certain religions, but just to treat others as you would like to be treated treat them as you would treat yourself is basically what it comes down to is not not necessarily how you would want to be treated but treat them as you would treat yourself and for some people that's not great because let's be honest not everybody treats themselves that 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 great a I living mean, example i don't treat myself as well as i probably should and so f- when i'm when i look at that and i think okay how would i what would I say to myself in this situation now, how how do I make that nicer? <laughs> because well, what I'll, I would I'll say to myself say Eric, in this situation might Eric, be Eric, a lot different than what I would what what it should be said.
1: and I'm gonna, I'm gonna use you as an example because we're all we're all like this. I'm built like this, you're built like this. Matthew's built like this. We're all human beings and we're all this vulnerable, like we don't know, like we put like a lot of us. Yeah. If you're yourself out in public and everything you want to do and stuff like that, great. But most of the time, let's be honest, 98 percent of the time, it's a facade. A lot of people don't know who we really are. And very rarely do you find a person that you connect with, most likely your significant other, that you will tell them stuff that you haven't told other people And just to be like, hey, I'm this is how vulnerable I am. And I trust you with this, you know, kind of thing, because it's like this is a person you married and stuff like that. But, Eric, it's it's this prime example of like, okay, Eric, you're walking down the street. Would you randomly punch somebody in the face? Probably not, because think about it. If you're walking down the street and somebody randomly punched you in the face
0: would not be fun. I'd I'd be I'd be upset. I would be like the fuck, dude.
1: Why would you want to do that to another human being? Exactly. But then there's some people who just either don't have that restraint or feel like I can do whatever I want or, you know, and I, and I understand that it, it might be because maybe in your life you have no control, but you had control at that moment of like, I can punch this person in the face, in the back of a head, or something like that because I can control this right now because everything else in my life is uncontrollable but what everyone needs to learn is look control the stuff you can don't worry about the stuff that is out of your control because guess what shit is gonna happen and this is the worst time ever to to drop this news on everybody but the SAS has been picked up by uh, npr and we're gonna be helping <laughs> out people every day because there is a hope and a will to live Yes. And I just realized I became really fucking preachy. No, but
0: yeah. no, no, for sure. Like, regardless of what religion you may or may not subscribe to, the fact of the matter is the only thing we know for sure, the only thing we know, we know for sure, is what is right now. And what is right now is how we treat each other and how we treat ourselves. And the only thing you can't control, the only thing that you can do is to treat yourself... And to treat others in the best possible way that you can. Does that mean that you can feed every homeless person you see? Does that mean you can clothe every homeless person you see? Does that mean you can solve everybody's problems? If you see somebody having a hard day, does that mean you have the answer to their hard day? No, it does not mean that. But it does mean that you don't have to add to it. It does mean that you don't have to tell that person that's having a hard day, oh, you need to uh, ask this higher power for help that you don't believe in you can ask them hey what do you believe in and if there is a higher power that they believe in then you can be like would it help you to ask that higher power for help and if so then then go ahead do that um and if not then you know what then not you know like the fuck ever and i know we're like veering way the fuck off topic here now but Regardless of what you believe as to what happens before or after life, the only thing we have control over right now is our own lives. And if everybody, if every single human being on this planet actually looked around, took stock of not only themselves, but their surrounding human population in their general vicinity and just made an effort to be kinder to those people, the world would be a billion times better than that's that's all it takes i mean i mean we talk about work we talk about getting customers on the phone i had somebody on the phone the other day who was just right off the bat first thing out of their mouth "Ah, and of course it put me on the defensive It put me into a mood of like, oh, this mother, this motherfucker right here is going to like I started. I got my hackles up and I was pissed and it was it was really learning. I actually sent the phone like I recorded that, like I marked the timestamp and the note and who the account and everything. And I sent it to my supervisor being like, hey, listen, here's a call that might be useful for training because they came in hot and I did not respond appropriately at first. I fucked up at first, but I was able to turn the call around. They came in hot. They came in with their like, blah, 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 blah. And I, you know, like, as, you know, my brain, my processing is like, I hear, I'm filtering through what they're saying and I hear the problem. I'm looking in the computer. I find the solution. And as soon as I've got the solution, I'm like... Okay, I understand what you're saying and here. And I'm like, I'm trying to come in with the like, like, let me stop you right there because here's the solution. But that's not what they needed. They needed to vent first before they could hear the solution. But I wasn't ready for that. So I was coming at them with the solution. They were coming back at me like, you're not listening to me. And I'm like, yes, I am. But here's the solution. And they're like, And at one point, you know, I'm trying to tell them what's going on. And at one point they said to me, they're like, are you a damn robot? Because... It just sounds like you're a fucking robot to me. I can't even say anything to you. And I said, I am not a robot. I am a human being, and I would appreciate being treated as such. And I was like, as soon as it came out of my mouth, I was like, oh, shit. That is not, that was not my customer service voice. <laughs> I was like, Pff, oops. <laughs> but, but it came through to them. They were like, they stopped. They paused, and they said, okay, I'm sorry. What, what were you saying? And I was like, I'm... I'm very sorry. Like, I understand this is a frustrating thing. And it, I turned it around. I got them to a point where at the end of the call, they were apologizing to me for the, how they had come at me at the beginning. And I told them, you know what? Don't. Don't apologize. You don't have to apologize to me. You are in a frustrating situation. Your situation is very frustrating. You are understandably aggravated by what's happening. And I completely get that. And I apologize that I was not able to keep as level ahead as I usually do on these types of call, Like, I went through the whole thing and I was like, do not apologize to me. It's fine. Blah, 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 blah. And it came around to up to the point where I solved, the, solved their problems, got their shit worked out, and ended the call amicably. And I was like, was it a perfect call? No, because I fucking literally snapped at this person. <laughs> but in the end, it came down to, like, here's what we need to do. And so I sent that, like... I sent all that information over to my supervisor. I'm like, just in case you need, like, a training call about how to fucking de-escalate. Because this is... Here's what happened. Like, they came in hot. And they were five seconds away from asking for a supervisor. And I managed to get them turned around. But only after reaching my breaking point and snapping at them. So it's like, I want... I, I would be interested to see this used in training classes to show people that, hey, listen... It fucking happens. Sometimes you lose your cool, but it can be brought back. You can lose your cool, and then recover. And that's what I thought was important. And I don't know if I don't know if that will ever see the light of day. I don't know if that'll ever be used in training or not. But I sent it over to be like, hey, here's the thing that happened. I don't know if this call will ever be monitored or any, ever be recorded. Or, you know, I, everything's recorded. But I was like, I don't know if this ever ever be used in training or anything. But here's an example of how you can turn shit around in case you want to use this in a training sometime because i felt that i did it honestly like when i left that call i was like fuck yeah dude fuck yeah go me i fucking turned that shit around <laughs> hell yeah exactly exactly
4: To do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? me your ears and I'll sing you a song. I will try not to sing out of key. Yeah.
3: Oh, baby,
1: All I need is my, need my, my That day. summer, I learned a lot. I learned that Eric didn't believe in God, but still feared that there was something out there. Most likely aliens. From Matthew, well, that's another story. We'll realize that in a later episode. But Matthew murders us in our sleep. I'm Casey Kasem, and you're listening to the Top Ten Countdown.
0: Uh, so unless you have uh, something else to add to that fucking ridiculous train wreck of a diatribe that i just went off on maybe we should we should talk music it's been a couple of weeks so i've got a few yeah. tracks yeah, that i've I, queued I up we should play in the a last few tracks
1: and then uh, <laughs> let people people try to be uh, like forgetful of this entire shit show uh, No, honestly i end. think
0: we've had some good conversations i just don't think they've been in any kind of coherent order Honestly, that's what I think. I think. I think we've mind. had fucking great conversations, the, the but... The funny part is, is I want to send...
1: I'm going to send the song over, A Little Help for My Friend by Joe Crocker. The album cover is fucking horrendous.
0: Is it the same? I'm trying to remember what album that was off of, because Crocker had some <laughs> just terrible, okay, terrible... Okay, I'm not going to
1: lie. I'm old. not going to lie. Looks like a Mondo painting. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i'm trying to remember if it's uh, if that was off the same album as uh, a couple of other tracks of Crocker's that were fantastic tracks but yeah some yeah, some horrific i'll see if, I can, I'll see if I can
1: add it to the sass list so you guys can get a look at this fucking album cover because i saw it and I, was, I was like oh that's not what i was expecting but i'm not disappointed
0: i'm really trying to remember what the last time what what the last track i played on the show was because oh, I don't with know, my I know schedule I added change.
1: You today, um, and some oldies that like I know you haven't heard. Matthew probably knows him, but like I was like, oh shit, these aren't added to the sas list. So let me just sas it up a
0: bad Yeah, mm-hmm. i i didn't check my um I didn't check my release radar today. I'll do that tomorrow when I'm at work. So like with my schedule now that I don't work Fridays, like it throws me off. So my my release radar, I check that on Saturdays when I work. But I do still check my uh, Discover Weekly on Mondays, and that's when I usually add stuff to the playlist. So there's some stuff that I've added over the last couple of weeks, but I don't remember what the last track I actually played. All good. It's so, all good.
1: I mean, I don't know what I added. I just added some stuff today. So actually, you know what, uh, Eric, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to look around, see if you want to find, I'm gonna drop something. So someone did this. It was so weird. So I was like, has anyone done a cover of this? And as soon as I said that boom, today of course someone drops a cover of uh, and since we're in the, uh, the spirit of the October season, uh, it's the it's a monster mash song,
0: but oh, ska all right. style. All right, all right. Let play that. I'm gonna grab a uh, water.
5: I was working in the lab late one night when my eyes beheld in human sight for my monster from his lab began to rise and suddenly in the sky Troubled by just one thing, opened the lid and shook his fist, whatever happened to my Transylvania twist, it's now the match, it's now the monster match. Then Boris sent you Then you can, mash. Then you can Monster mash
1: yeah so that was the monster mash coming at you live which is really funny because we just saw like was like, like maybe a few days ago or whatnot there was the simpsons episode with uh the valentine's day like think like season probably four but it was yeah. all like uh it's all like hey, and coming at you live from uh kklb it's uh valentine's day that was just like i did the mash it was just
0: like god <laughs> gone it like son of a like no the kept monster mash the is music, a classic it kept being
1: like the monster mash though so. but yeah i like that i dug that i was like oh shit
0: i actually have heard that uh that cover before because uh scott two network is fantastic i love scott two network mm-hmm. um so and monster mash is actually the original it's actually on my main playlist like it comes up every now and then and sometimes i'm feeling it sometimes i'm not but uh no they definitely a great cover sorry Walked away to grab a beverage while you we were playing it. But I was like, as soon as you started playing, I was like, oh, I know this one. So this is a great time to grab a beverage. Oh, no, so, okay, you're totally fine. But, yeah, <laughs> if anybody
1: else hasn't heard it, because obviously you were like, oh, I've heard this one before. Yeah, no. I, And it's funny because as soon as uh, it came up, I added it and I immediately went and searched. I was like, is the original on Spotify? And then, boom, sure yeah. enough, I found it. I was sure like, oh, okay, is. fucking cool. So I added that because it's, it's interesting to me. It's like I always feel like – and that's the funny part. So hopefully – <sighs> See, I'm like, if we're, if we're gonna have the spooktacular, because I have I have I have an opening song and a closing song for the spooktacular, and it's like that Halloween season. So of course yeah. I'm getting into like, oh, what fucking music can I bring in and shit like that. So it's like, I almost want to play them, but then I'm like, I don't want to spoil it for people who are gonna listen or whatnot. So yeah, we'll we'll worry about that later. But yeah, so I figured that would be be the one that I throw out there, be like, oh, this is Halloweeny. We're in the holla 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 back, girls. Yeah. Um, I probably should not keep drinking but I'm um, but I'm doing that. I did not check the percentage on that fucking uh, beer I just had. So um, did
2: you uh, was it, I,
1: it's I'm a curious if
0: it was really in the uh, I'm going to check and see if it was in the picture you sent over cuz sometimes it's on the side of the label that Yeah. It is not on the side of the label that you sent over. But it was a pint, so obviously that's uh, a bigger percentage than
1: eric did you figure out the thing you oh shit i do have more halloweeny songs to play anyways yeah so eric what do you got
0: so um here's a song i'm pretty sure i found the last song that i played on on uh, show so i think this is the next one i added um i don't want to end on this one because it's a little bit of a downer but i think it really will resonate with people so i want to play it because i have a little bit more uplifting one to to close out with. I don't know how many tracks you've got you've got in you as far. As... Basically
1: basically Eric since you have to you have to be up tomorrow so just let me know wh- wh- how many you want to do. I did one, you're doing one, so if we want to do
0: I've I've got at least oh man, in addition to the one I want to play now, I think I've got two more that I really would like to this. play but
1: if there's like, two more you want to play, I'm all game. But are are there ones that you're like, ooh, I really want Matthew to hear? It?
0: No, it's not. It's not like that because they're in the list, and I know Matthew, Matthew occasionally does peruse the list, per, per, peruse the list. So I'm more interested in playing them. Um, so I think I've got three total. I'm I'm good with three more, including yeah, this I'm one. Yeah, good with that. you're good with,
1: I can scratch my balls to that.
0: All right, all right. So the next one I'm going to play. Um, I have absolutely no idea if this is brand new or if this is a track that I just missed out on when it came out. Uh, this is Stacked Like Pancakes and it's called Money Sucks.
6: Sometimes I wonder what would life be like? If I burned all of my money would I see the light? Now I know that sounds absurd. Just take me word for word, line by line, one verse at a time. Some people think that since they're born in wealth that they're entitled to entitle my wealth for themselves. They'll say we're the underprivileged class. Well, you can kiss my ass. Say goodbye. I won't even try. Tell me what it's like. Living six figures for life With a fancy car and a fat cigar And a top-shelf drink every night Tell me what it's like This is the Money Sucks Sing-along song Some people tell me I could be somebody Nobody told me that you need some money If I don't have a job then what am I becoming? Don't you know I'm only doing music for the money How come we pay people to misrepresent us? If the children are the future, why the fuck are we in debt? Student loans won't make me sweat and I can't afford my rent. And somehow I'm supposed to follow my dreams. Yeah, right. Go fuck yourself. Tell me what it's like. Living six figures for life. With a fancy car and a fat cigar and a top-shelf drink every night. Tell me what it's like. This is the money sucks. Sing along song. We're singing shit, fuck damn it, damn it understand it. I keep on catching yellow just before the red lights and the brakes on my life again it's too late to start over and a dangerous beginning will inevitably end so i'll write a love song sharks in the sky felt so wrong i'm just a guy with problems i need someone to sway with to the rhythm and blues these brown leather shoes don't match my passion for writing new beats that's why the whole world's laughing at me among other reasons of course but of all the critics i'm the worst and i try to live by single verse with 32 my friends remember the little things i'm a renegade and i break my own rules anyway i'm on a planetary escapade to write crappy songs like pimp for a day still singing shit fuck Damn it, damn it, I'll never know why These are odd times to be alive We need a suburban superhero But I'm just another zero Just like my money in the bank Cause money sucks and I need a break Tell me what it's like Living six figures for life With a fancy car and a fat cigar And a top-shelf drink every night Tell me what it's like This is the Money Sucks sing-along song This is the Money Sucks sing-along song This is the Money Sucks sing-along song This is the Money Sucks sucks sing-along song
1: Okay, that is funny. Uh, I do know that band, and I do know
0: that song. All right. I wasn't sure if, like I said, it came up on uh, one of my playlists, and I was like, I have no idea if this is new, if this is old, if this is just something that it just happened to, uh, to catch my eye or whatever, but I was like, this song fucking resonates with me, so yeah, this is the Money Sucks sing-along song, motherfuckers. Fuck yeah! Yeah, I was,
1: like, I was like, "Wait, why does that name sound familiar?" And as soon as he started singing, I was like, "Oh, fuck, okay." Yep. And then I looked. <laughs> I, I clicked on. I clicked on what you added, and it was like, "I've already, I've already added this song." I'm like, "Okay, yeah, <laughs> I, know, I know exactly." But yeah, no, that's awesome. I'm, I'm glad you discovered it. And I'm glad you added it to the, uh, to the SAS. Uh, jam. Um, so actually, this is a song that I don't think I I've added it to my list, and I just thought about it recently, and I'm like, I don't think I played it for you guys. Of course, Matthew isn't here, but uh, it, not all of my songs are going to be Halloweeny songs. So I figured I was like, oh shit, let me uh, let me throw this in. So this is uh, by uh, Bean on Toast, and it's called "The Great American Novel." <laughs>
4: As the Sunday sun sets down On Reno, Nevada I'm not really a Gambling man, but I'm quite partial To a flutter, and if you're Playing blackjack, they'll let you Drink for free, and that Sounds like a pretty good deal To me So I pull up to a table And I sink my first cause light I get chatting to an Old man, sat by My side, he can't quite Place my accent, and he asks me where i'm from like many before he thinks that i'm australian i tell him i'm from england from essex to be precise we both lose a couple of hands and sink some more because like he asks me what i'm doing so far away from home i tell him i've been singing on the road he asks me where i've been what i've seen and what i might have learned traveling on this giant piece of dirt i've seen the rivers and the mountains the forest through the trees i've seen the deserts and canyons i've seen a tumbleweed i watched the sunset off the west coast with the sand between my toes i've been east freezing my bollocks off Six inches of snow. I've seen the interstates and freeways From my rental car Mostly though I've seen A lot of bars I've seen a few music Venues and a shit ton Of bars London, Gatwick, JFK Boston, Baltimore To the American Visionary Art Museum Down the Appalachian Trail To the suburbs of Atlanta And a Gainesville barbecue Where I ended in a karaoke bar Doing Jimmy Buffett tunes Left on to the I-10 The Big Easy New Orleans I played a bit of washboard With my main man Windex B I felt like Chris Christopherson Flat out in Baton Rouge, when they let me sing some songs in the Red Dragon listening room. In fact, I've been singing songs every time I stop, somehow I'm calling this my job. I've heard the banjos and the trumpets, been to where the blues was born, danced to dubstep and to punk rock, and I shopped in record stores, I read the great American novel, but a great American novelist and give me half a chance I'll build myself a white picket fence cause I love American culture. It's music, books and poetry and the wonderful Americans that I've met on my journey. Flashback to the casino and the old man he says son sounds like you've seen more of this country than I have ever done I come from Salt Lake City that's where I was born and raised. I still live in utah and i've barely left the state but you still haven't told me what you've learned Sounds like you're just driving around and getting drunk and it's not like you're any good at Black Jackie you haven't won a dollar since you've been here I've seen casinos and the churches, the prisons and the shopping malls, the ballparks and the stadiums the junk food drive-thrus the fast cars and the tea bars, the broken traffic lights the homeless and forgotten folk, downtown Late at night, and I've seen the foreign policy, the oily, bloody hands. I've seen the police brutality sweep across the land, and if there's one thing that I've learned, is that a dollar costs more than it's worth. I didn't come in here to win. I just came in for a drink.
0: Fucking love it! Instant add to my playlist. Yeah, that like like,
1: randomly came up like I don't know how maybe two years ago, just like on like one of my things. I was like, "Fucking hell, do I dig this?"
0: Uh, Yeah, I I dug the fuck out of that. That was definitely an instant add to my playlist. Um, Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Now I have. um, See now, my next track. I'm I'm debating because I don't remember. If I played one of them already or not, because I added it before the last track I know I played for you guys, but I'm not sure if I got to it or not. But so I'm going to, out of an abundance of caution, skip that one and go to the one that I like a little bit less, but I still want my to be my Pentultimate song for the for the evening. And that is um if I did mention it the last time on the show, I've been following a uh, an artist named Matt Copley who has been doing a um, a series called Broadway Goes Punk where they take Broadway tunes, show tunes, and turn them into punk songs. And some of them are just fucking fantastic. And I can't remember if I played the one that I really, really, really liked last time or not or otherwise. But either way, this one is also really fucking good. Um if you've seen Wicked or heard Wicked, you know this one. I if you haven't, haven't. You, it doesn't uh, matter because the, the thing, song Eric, is fucking bomb.
1: I, I know what the concept is about. I haven't listened to any of the songs or anything like that. Uh, it's great that you're bringing this up uh, because I actually am a fan of musicals. Uh, I do I, enjoy certain plays and stuff like that. So Wicked is definitely something I want to check out, but I will highly recommend this to you mm-hmm. if you want to listen Check out the Evil Dead Broadway musical.
0: I, I will check it out because here's the thing about musicals. Like I don't like musicals as movies or or plays. Like I don't enjoy watching them. But there are a lot of show tunes that I very much enjoy. There are a lot of music from musicals that I do enjoy. And um, this particular track, Defying Gravity, from Wicked, which I've never seen all the way through... Although, because my wife is a huge fan of both Adina Menzel and Kristen Chenoweth, I have heard every single fucking track off of the album. I basically have seen the musical because I've I've heard every single track multiple times. But this is a great rendition of Defying Gravity in a punk rock style that I think anybody can enjoy. And so this will be the second to last track that I play for this evening. And yeah, this is Define Gravity from Broadway Goes Punk by Matt Copley.
1: Yeah, no, I, I dug that. That was fun. But now I'm like, fuck, now I got going to go listen to Wicked's fucking album? God, <laughs> you know I'm in for a good time. You you
0: know, no, yeah, there there are definitely some good tracks off the Wicked soundtrack. Um, like I said, I like soundtrack. I, I like musical soundtracks. Don't necessarily like the musicals themselves all the time, but musical soundtracks. Um, the previous track, I wasn't sure if I, I can't remember if I played it the last time I was on the show or not, was a track from uh, The Greatest Showman. Which, yes, you did play that. Okay, good, 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 good. So that that's why I didn't play it again, because I was like, I'm pretty sure I played this yeah, one because it was find, fucking fantastic. I was trying
1: to find the one that you added that we just played. I was like, where is that on the list?
0: It's, it's called Defying Gravity, Matt Copley.
1: Oh, there we go. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to add that. That was actually that was fucking like I was like, this is fucking rocking. OK, yeah. Like, yeah, I don't no, like I'm, I dug I'm just a fan of musicals. Like there's certain ones like, yeah, I really enjoy because they got like humor to it and blah, blah, blah or whatnot. But like I was all like, you know what? I Because, OK, so I'm not going to play this track because we're going to end the show tonight and I'm going to play the last track to get everyone pumped for the Halloween season. So that's the track I'm going to play. But there's a track that actually showed up on my list I was like, oh, this fits in the horror genre from uh, Little Shop of Horror, which that movie, I'm sorry, is fucking phenomenal and stuff like that. Whether you're a musical fan or not, but the puppetry on Audrey too, like the lips moving and just everything. And, you're, and you know what pisses me off? I would love for a remake to almost make it modern time. Just so like a new generation can be introduced with it, but I was like, no, you can't do it because as soon as you do it, you're gonna take that plant and you're gonna make it CGI. Of course. And like, I'm sorry, but that puppetry and everything with that plant, it is so fucking good. And then you know what I realized? Because I haven't seen this movie in ages. Guess who's the director is? Frank Oz.
0: Oh no shit. (laughs) Yeah, a guy
1: who knows puppetry, voiced fucking Yoda. Yeah fucking voice of fozzy the bear uh miss piggy and shit like that and you're like oh he directed this no fucking wonder he was like we gotta make this fucking plant look fucking real like i'm sorry like it moves its lips and you're just like this is amazing and plus you got a great cast fucking uh steve martin
0: have you seen uh <clears throat> have you uh watched uh only murders in the building
1: not yet i want to
0: Fucking it's good, phenomenal. Right? Fucking phenomenal. Steve Martin, Martin Short. As, as a podcast fan, as a Steve Martin fan, as a Martin Short fan, and as a only because of this show, I'm Selena Gomez. Gomez fan. Damn. But also as a Nathan Lane fan. Uh, yes. No sp- sp- spoiler alert, but Nathan Lane makes an appearance.
1: No, so he's, he's in the trailer.
0: Oh, I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure, but I was like, I don't want to you know, spoil anything, I but Nathan Lane is in the show, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. This show is fucking amazing. Okay. That's it's our next
1: one. Wa- okay, so we just great. got done. It's fucking we great. We got done with uh, – I'm just going to go through a quick thing because I know we're trying to wrap up the show. But fucking hell, I'm so glad you brought that up. But, yeah, we we want to start watching that. Okay, so it's we good. started watching Titan, HBO Max.
0: Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I haven't, I haven't checked that out yet. Yeah. I'm not so a huge DC season. guy, so –
1: Oh no no no! Oh, from Eric. from from
0: a Eric. from a perspective of a guy. Okay, l- let me let me set the stage for you. My no, DC Eric. my DC knowledge comes from late nineties, early two thousand Batman comics, actual comics, and the movies and TVs since. How does Titan stack up? How will I enjoy it okay. based on I'll that?
1: So Eric, being okay, if you're somebody who's kind of you're like, okay, there's certain movies of the DC I enjoy, but the DC universe right now is kind of in this weird, I don't know what to think. I, I will put it this way. I really
0: liked the first two Nolan Batmans. I obviously, huge 89 Batman fan because Michael Keaton was just fucking phenomenal, so there's so, that. Um, and I also like I scary. said, Batman was really the only DC comic that I read I growing up.
1: If you're if you're very hesitant, If you're just like, I want to jump into something that I might not know too much about, but they're taking DC into another realm that I'm like, fuck, yeah. You should start with Doom Patrol. Okay. So uh, all I'm going to say is, fuck, what's his name? Brendan Fraser. Love him. Is in Doom Patrol.
0: Okay. Practically told me already. What else you got?
1: Okay. So he plays a character and this character is a big foul mouth. And this is the first time I ever heard Brendan Fraser say the word "fuck." Right. And guess what? It's not just once. This is part of this motherfucker's <laughs> character's vocabulary.
0: Oh, All right. Okay.
1: We started watching. We watched. We watched. This was the first show we watched. We actually first watched the animated series Harley Quinn.
0: Okay. Highly recommended. I've, I've heard good things. I haven't had a chance to check it out, so but I've heard good like,
1: things. like, I was like, man, I'm, I'm like, I kind of like the fact that DC can do whatever they want with their shows. Because their characters are more mature, like they get away with a lot more with their shows than the Marvel can right now. So I kind of dig that about DC. So they, DC,
0: they, that's kind of the upside to the fact that they didn't connect everything. Like the fact that that it like it's a downside for them for sure because nobody has to watch this DC show to get this DC movie. Whereas with the MCU, they've like, hey, you're not gonna get. You're not going to get everything if you don't watch everything. So the MCU has kind of built that watch factor into everything, but the DC universe has has kind of been like, okay, well, we'll let people pick and choose. So they kind of have that going for them, and it's it's a positive and a negative. But go ahead.
1: Okay, so yes, I understand that. So we're we're watching Doom Patrol. We get done with Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol season three just started, so there's only like every episode now drops on Thursday. So we decided we're like, I want to check out Titan. Now, I'm a huge fan of, like, uh, the Teen Titans. I remember that cartoon show. I remember those comics and stuff like that. So this plays into it, but very darkly. But I'm like, I'll I'll be honest with you. I'm watching this show going like, I've never once cared about Dick Grayson. I fucking love this Dick Grayson right now. Beast Boy's in it. You got fucking Raven in it. Starfire is phenomenal. And then, okay, so Batman's in the show. Mm -hmm. They've shown us who Bruce Wayne is. I don't want to spoil it for anybody if you if you haven't seen anything or anything like that. But when you see when who drops as Bruce Wayne, quote-unquote Batman, you're going to lose your fucking shit. Because I was also like, oh, my God. And guess what? He is fucking great at it.
0: All right.
1: All right. The actor that they picked. So I highly recommend, if you want to go into the show, If you just want something to put on in the background and then you might catch your attention, I would say the Harley Quinn cartoon show. If you're not big into animation and blah 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 whatnot, but I highly recommend it. Voice casting is phenomenal. The show is fucking great. Um, And what I love about it, the show is so zany and wacky. The only person who seems normal is Batman in that show. (laughs) Like even Commissioner. That's saying something. Yeah, even Commissioner Gordon is off his fucking nutter. (laughs) <laughs> and when you find out the voice of commissioner gordon you're gonna love it even more
0: all right i i, so, I will definitely check it out it's on my list um no, no
1: and that's fine so i would i would highly recommend yeah. especially for you eric doom patrol you all will right. fall in love you will be like yes this is the amount of fucked up that i need and all also right. the superhero action that i need
0: i did finally watch uh the suicide squad
1: Okay, yeah with Jay- uh, James Gunn James Gunn suicide squad
0: yeah, um I enjoyed it. It you know I I felt it it, it was what it was as far as like a campy action adventure gore fest of a movie. but I did enjoy it right. um, especially compared to the previous suicide squad movie, which exactly, I f- right. fucking thought was terrible, You're but like this is great. Yeah, I, I thought it was much much so, okay. better. So I so did enjoy I was, that.
1: Okay, so Eric, so I was think I was sitting there watching like Doom Patrol and then mm-hmm. we finally got into Titan. Fourth episode into Titan, first season is called Doom Patrol. Okay. Then I realized Titan came out before Doom Patrol. That episode was like their pilot episode to get to the big thing.
0: Oh, okay. It's
1: so a little bit of the a crossover. Only person yeah, so the only person that's casted differently in that is Chief, who in the actual Doom Patrol show is um, Timothy Dalton.
0: James motherfucking Bond? Okay. James so, motherfucking Bond? Okay. So this is 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 why this? I'm
2: telling you. Why didn't
0: you serious. just lead with that? You could have saved yourself so much talking. No, all no, you had Eric. to do was say, all you had to say was Timothy motherfucking Dalton's in this shit, and I would have been watching it.
1: Okay, so okay, not only that, Eric. Timothy Dalton is fucking, gr- like, you get to see a side of him that you're like, I never thought I would see this before. And he's
0: phenomenal at it.
1: Oh, also, guess who also else is in this? Uh, Alan Tudyk?
0: Gotta love Tudyk. Gotta love the Tudyk. But so but if, if you're but him popping up, up in DC things series. doesn't surprise me because he will literally do anything. And that's cool. Like, I love him. I love him. But he will oh. literally do anything. He's like Samuel L. Jackson. He will literally do anything you pay him to do, which oh, is cool. No, but the character. Which is totally cool. Like, that's good for him, whatever. But it doesn't surprise me when Alan Tudyk pops up and stuff.
1: No, but, okay, so that's what I was going to say. If you're going to dive into some DC series, I say start with Doom Patrol. If Doom Patrol doesn't grab you, then then don't bother. Then that, right. Then this is clearly not for you. But
0: we went, we went
1: Harley Quinn, Doom Patrol, and then we went Titan. Okay, yeah, but I want to check some of
0: these out because like I love DC Comics when I was growing up. Like DC Comics, like they definitely had some great comics. And then when they started trying to branch out into movies and stuff, it was always Batman. Always Batman. It's like okay, I like Batman, but like really, like Batman is is Batman the only fucking character you have? Like what the fuck? And then they finally. No. In recent years, after Marvel decided to create an entire cinematic universe around, like, a whole shit ton of characters, like, DC is like, hey, you guys know we got more than Batman and Superman, right? Like, obviously, they had Superman, too. They had Batman and Superman were there, two. Like, that was that was it. As far as film and TV went, like, Batman and Superman, that was it. Um, oh,
1: this is what I love about it. Okay, in, a, in second season, fucking Superboy shows up, and they right. even brought in fucking Crypto
0: nice okay the dog all right and it's
1: and it's great because there's a part in it like there's a part in like the like I think it's like season two or whatnot where like a missile gets shot and literally crypto grabs it with its jaws and throws it back at like the tank <laughs> and you're like I never thought in my life I would see that awesome. actual dog
0: that's awesome yeah I've, no, I've, it's, I've it's always great. put Marvel in DC like people 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 always make the argument Marvel versus DC Marvel versus DC Marvel versus DC you know what? It's First of all, A, doesn't fucking matter. It's what, yeah, what, it whatever matter. you enjoy. And if that's one or the other or both, like, fucking great. When it came to the comics, I was pretty equal. I read about the same number of Marvel comics as I read DC comics. I read a hell of a lot of independent comic. actually. I read more independent comics than I read Marvel or DC combined. But when I mean, it came to the movies... Fucking,
1: uh, what was it? Like, uh, Image... Like yeah, fucking, fucking Image and, and all that and shit. Yeah, I, n- like, I never
0: got okay. into Spawn pers- specifically, but yeah, I did read some other Image books. Um, but okay, yeah, well, but yeah, for the most way. part, okay, like when it comes to comics, right now. well, didn't they get bought it out by one or the other? Aren't they part of Marvel or DC now?
1: No, no, no. Those were actually actually a lot of people from Marvel left to create
0: Image comics. Actually, Todd McFarlane. Is known but for. But did current... they get reabsor- I thought they got reabsorbed. Like they they split no. off originally, but then I thought they got reabsorbed into one or the. other. I don't know. I don't know, I, if I don't they know are all or not that. because anyways, I haven't well, read like, like actual hard copy Starland comics in a long time. So created
1: the character Venom. Yeah. So it's like, but that's part of Marvel, and then you have Spawn. But like, this is the funny yeah. part. Okay, let's like if you even look at that. But like, think about that Invincible cartoon.
0: Yeah, that was okay. Fucking fun as shit.
1: Fucking fun as shit. Now stack it up to the, the 1990 or the 90s Batman the Animated Series.
0: Ooh, that's tough uh, because the 90s so, – so the Batman the Animated Series and Gargoyles, both of those have a special por- place in my heart because they had a lot of Star Trek TNG talent. In involved in both of those shows, uh, both directing, voice acting, and everything. So, like, both of those shows have a kind of a special place in my heart. But um, yeah, it's 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 like one of those things. Like, people always argue. My my point to the story is like, people argue Marvel versus DC, DC versus Marvel. It's like just fucking watch what you like. Like, does it fucking matter if you're a Marvel fan? If you love the Marvel MCU, I love the Marvel MCU. I fucking love what Kevin Feige has done with the Marvel properties, and turn them into literally a cinematic universe. Literally taking those properties and saying, okay, you know what? I'm creating a separate universe from the comics, from the books, from any other TV shows that have ever been done. I'm creating a separate universe. I'm starting from scratch with Iron Man, and we're going forward from here, and he has done a fucking phenomenal job. And I love it. I'm here for it. That's fucking fantastic. That doesn't mean I can't also enjoy... Batman and Superman and the flash and fucking green arrow. Even the first couple of seasons, like of arrow were fucking great until they went. Okay.
1: Let's put it this way. The new, the flash movie that's going to be coming out. They already have my money because they were like, Oh, Michael Keaton's coming back as 1989 Batman. And these are all the universes. So to me, I'm like, Oh, that's going to be the movie that brings everything together for their, like, you know, multiverses of it. And I'm I'm not going to lie. Yes. DC, Marvel has had more positive reinforcement and and better ratings and better movies than DC has. But you also have to realize DC took a chance on a lot of properties that no one thought was going to do well. The first Wonder Woman movie blew everybody out of the fucking water. Shazam. Do I ever thought in my lifetime that I was going to see a Shazam movie? Fuck
0: no. That was a great flick. And guess
1: what? Superman is my least favorite superhero. Superman sucks. I love me. I'm just I gonna love say me. it,
0: but yet the movies Well okay, a couple me, of the Cavill. original movies. That that's the thing. Like people shat all over Man of Steel because they were like, oh, he wasn't true to the character of Superman. That's why I liked the fucking movie. I'm because sorry. the character okay. of Superman fucking sucks. But so Henry Cavill's Superman thing. in Man of Steel was awesome. I loved it.
1: So, Eric, what I want to ask you, okay, so literally a lot of people's first Superman uh, before, co- if you weren't reading the comics, your first introduction was the Flesher cartoon uh, back in my, the day. When my they first introduction
0: to that. Superman was actually um, Christopher Reeves. I, okay. I saw oh. the movies. I saw at least the first two movies before I ever picked up a Superman book. So Christopher Reeves was literally my first introduction to Superman.
1: But, like, my first introduction to Superman is is I never really watched the Kevin Reeves movies because the first time I saw, like, a superhero was probably, like, the 1989, like, Batman movie or whatnot. Uh, but what ended up happening is, like, I really got into Superman when it was uh, uh, the animated series. Right after the success of the Batman animated series, they decided to do a Superman one. Absolutely fucking love it. Highly recommend it. There's literally an episode where Superman is like someone's blocking out the sun and putting a red sun, so he kind of loses his powers. But literally Clark Kent is at his desk, drops a pen, looks around, lifts up the entire desk, and then grabs his pen and then puts it down before anyone can see him do it. And you're just like, (laughs) oh, that's fucking great. Yeah. Like he literally was all like, I really don't want to bend down like a normal person and get my pen. I'm just going to lift the desk up and grab it. Uh, That's easier for me. So, yeah, I love the Henry Cavill, like Superman. I thought it was great and stuff like that. Um, And like even the different iterations of the Batman and stuff like that. Yeah, there's some shitty movies, but there's also like really bad movies and stuff like that. But it's just like this thing where I'm like, okay, you're just going to combine your entire universes. And I think that's great. And what I love about it is the fact that it's like like we got Michael Keaton got two bites of the apple where he's like, oh, I got to play this iconic character, Batman. But now I got to play this iconic villain, the Vulture. Yeah, and it's such oh, a cool he, like. Oh, he this was thing. such
0: a great Vulture too. It, it was he. I mean, I I I know I'm like sucking the MCU's dick a little bit here, but still, I feel that the the MCU's version of the Vulture character Fantastic. was better than than the comics version. Oh, yeah. of the Vulture. And I hate to say that because, like, a, a lot of times people are like, oh, no, the comics version is the original, blah, 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 whatever. Like, I have to go so, with what I enjoyed. Okay. And I've read I've read Spider-Man comics that featured the Vulture. And it's, I liked like, the, the original one. The original one
1: is just like a dude who creates, like, a gliding suit that can, like, rob buildings, blah, 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 high up, yada, yada, yada. Then he had the second iteration where it was literally like a Vulture where he would, like... Sucked the life force out of people because he was an old man and made himself young, blah, blah, blah. Then they even did a creative one with the like noir Spider-Man where they made him like a circus freak. Like he was like in that like era of like he kind of looked like a creature or whatnot. But yeah, to be honest, it's like if you look at a lot of Spider-Man's rogue gallery and this is nothing against Spider-Man's rogue gallery because Batman could say the same. There's there's a lot of great ones in there, but there's also a lot of shitty there, ones in there. But shit. what I love is that people reinvented these characters <clears throat> and made them like, oh, shit, that dude has legitimate reason to fuck this shit up because it's like Tony Stark, literally, not not to quote South Park, but Tony Stark, go to Gargoyles!
0: <laughs> it's, no, I, I think, um, honestly, Feige has done just a phenomenal job with the MCU, tying everything together, tying the shows together. Um, I finally watched Black Widow the other day. And while I agree with many of the people who complained that it was six years too late, it definitely would have been a better movie if it had been made and released right after fucking uh, Civil War when it was set. Like, Released the movie when it was set. Literally the only part of Black Widow that needed to be in current time was the was the after credit scene. That was the only part of Black Widow that only made sense now. All of the rest of it would have been fan-fucking-tastic between Civil War and Endgame. Like, it would have been so fucking saying, great.
1: So, are you saying should I watch Endgame before I watch Black Widow? Because I haven't watched it yet. Um... No. I mean, not Endgame, a uh, Civil War, and then.
0: I mean, you can. I mean, it doesn't. You've seen Civil War, yes.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean, do I need to do a rewatch to be like, oh fuck? No, okay. no,
0: no, no. It's not like that. It's just that the time in which it's set, like, it'll remind you, like, oh yeah, that's what was happening at that time because it's set like immediately after Civil War. Like that's okay. that's when it's set, except for the after credit scene, which is quite obviously set after. Falcon and Winter Soldier.
1: Well, yeah, because the next movie after that was uh, Shang-Ti and the Ten Rings.
0: Well, yeah. Well, no, that's the thing is, yeah, the the after credit scene in Black Widow is set Mm -hmm. pre-Shang-Chi, but it's set basically... Basically, the after credit scene in Black Widow is set up by uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh. So if you haven't seen Falcon and the Winter Mm -hmm. Soldier the after credit scene in Black Widow is not going to make any fucking sense. But that is the only part that's not going to make any sense. If you were to watch the movies in order chronologically and watch Black Widow right after Civil War, everything else is going to make perfect sense because there's nothing that happens in Civil War or there's nothing that happens in Black Widow that you know spoils anything that comes after that except for that after credit scene, which... Like I said, if you haven't seen Falcon and the Winter Soldier, the show, if all you've watched is the movies, then that after credit scene is going to make no fucking sense to you. So it's just kind of like, yeah, they they definitely could have made this movie six years earlier. They could have made this movie when the character was still an active player and it would have made more sense. It would have brought some more development to the character but ultimately, that was not the point of this film. The point of this film was to bring development to another character that they're going to bring on in future movies. Is that so, Taskmaster? Or uh, no, the, not Taskmaster. Yelena. Uh, uh,
1: I heard a lot of people were disappointed with
2: Taskmaster.
0: Taskmaster, task In it depends on your frame of reference. I thought their version of Taskmaster, Taskmaster, God fucking damn that's a goddamn hard word to say when you've been drinking taskmaster <laughs> task their version of taskmaster was was good if you're expecting the comics version of taskmaster you are going to be sorely disappointed because it is Uh, not the same.
1: I I can hear, and look, this is the only, like, spoiler alerts if no one, like, I haven't seen the movie, but I do know this factor because obviously people spoiled it after the movie came out and then you're going through YouTube and saw, like, blah, blah, blah. This actually didn't bother me. I was like, oh, that's a cool take. But then everybody was like, oh, but it's not like the Taskmaster. I was like, well, that's kind of shitty because I absolutely, I I did enjoy that character and them being like, Okay, so now it's
0: a woman. I, I I'm was... Like, That's fine. I don't give a shit about like, that. I, That's not... I don't not,
1: care about the sex.
2: Yeah,
0: that doesn't like, matter. But when
1: they said it wasn't like the one that you know of, and I'm like, okay, well, I know it from comics. I know it from cartoons. I know it from video games. I'm like, oh, no. So now I have I'm, to see... I'm pretty
0: sure is. this movie was written. And, and here's the other thing, too, is like, it feels like this movie was written back when they didn't have the rights to the X-Men universe, and because Taskmaster, in the comics is a fucking mutant. It's that's, a mutant. Yeah, that's the whole fucking point. So this movie feels like it was made in a time when Marvel didn't have rights to mutants, so they had to change Taskmaster to be a non-mutant. So that's really where it comes into like that oh, that's 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 the, we're that's the problem I had with it. I thought they did a great job with the character. I just wish they hadn't if they like literally literally They said the word Taskmaster like twice in the entire fucking film. They could Uh. have left that out and it would have been fine because it would have left the door open for them to bring in the real Taskmaster at some point in the future and just like reference back like, Oh, Hey, he's kind of like that thing that we saw back in blah, 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 blah. Oh
1: man, I wasn't even going with that. I was just going with, uh, I just wanted to know if it's person, the person, basically I have to watch the film because I'm like, I want to know what the personality is. Cause that was the thing that made like Taskmaster, Taskmaster. You, I could care less about it if it's a music. I can tell I can you,
0: I can tell you right now, if you're looking for the personality of Taskmaster, you're going to be disappointed in this Taskmaster. Oh, okay. So, because, yeah, okay, I see. yeah the I'll just tell you that right now. Like, I'm okay. hoping that now, because especially, oh, my God, oh, the biggest disappointment for me, the fact when they said taskmaster, taskmaster protocol has been enabled, and I was like, oh, shit, they're bringing in Taskmaster? Like, oh, And then when they brought it, I was like, oh, no, this isn't, no, this isn't right. Like, what the fuck is this?
2: Because, and here's the one
0: big, uh, big, big, big reason that I was disappointed. Because the one, like, Taskmaster, honestly, I don't really care for the character that much. To be honest with you. I'm not really, whatever. He's not
1: a great character, but he was such a great opponent when he showed up. Yes. Because it's like, I can mimic every move that you're throwing at me. Yes. But here's the thing. Here's
0: the thing. Who was the one character that Taskmaster would refuse to emulate? Or he he claimed he refused to emulate it, but really the actual reason was he couldn't emulate it because the psychosis made it un-fucking-predictable?
1: I don't know. Uh, There's a character a lot of people seem to like him. He's kind of funny. I don't know. He's kind of annoying, maybe. Uh, Deadpool?
0: I'm thinking of a different one.
1: Oh, a different one? A different one who
0: has a series or movie. I think it's a movie announced already in the MCU coming in the next few years. Oh, I don't know. Moon Knight.
1: Oh, Moon. Oh, yeah, split personality. Taskmaster
0: would not copy Moon Knight because he claimed he couldn't because he was too unpredictable. But the real reason is because in order to copy Moon Knight's moves, he had to become as psychotic as Moon Knight, and he refused to do so. That was that was a major plot point in one of the stories between Taskmaster, Taskmaster God fucking damn, that's hard to say, uh, Taskmaster and Moon Knight. And the fact that they were making a Moon Knight movie, and I was like, oh, sweet. And then they bring in, and as soon as they said the word Taskmaster, I was like, yeah. And then they showed what it was in Black Widow. I was like, oh, no, okay. Well, that sucks. Because that weird. means Does we're not going to see night that interaction uh, in Moon Knight. I can't remember if it's a show or a movie, but I know they're doing so It's a
1: show cuz it's got the guy from uh Star Wars, the the new iteration, he was uh like the Han Solo, I guess of the group.
0: I don't I don't I don't remember the actor's name who played Solo. I don't either and Solo. I feel
1: really bad cuz he's been he's actually going to be in the new Doom movie too.
0: Like Moon Knight was an awesome character, but oh, great character. I loved the interaction between like specifically when they announced that they were doing a Moon Knight story, I was like Oh, God, if they do the Moon Knight versus Taskmaster storyline, that would be so amazing. But then they made their Taskmaster not the same Taskmaster. So I'm like, okay, I'm sure they'll still do it. I'm sure it's still going to be a great movie, a show, or whatever the fuck it's going to be. I'm sure it's still going to be fantastic. Oh, like but.
1: Purple. Old, that's the that's the only problem I have with Marvel sometimes it's like everyone wants to and don't get me wrong yes I love Marvel I'm glad I'm getting the stuff I want to see and stuff like that but sometimes Marvel plays it way too close to the chest and I'm like why like why not have like and guess what this is the sad part and and it's like I don't understand why they don't okay we were happy at the end of Spider-Man uh, Far From Home where he's swinging through New York then you see that thing come up from the Daily Bugle, and it was just J. Jonah Jameson from the Sam Raimi Spider Man, J.K. Simmons on the screen. First off, motherfucker didn't have to say anything. We were all like, <laughs> take my money for the next fucking movie. Yeah. Like, I You've don't already understand. Fucking told like, me. even You've if already you already did like, Spider Man swinging through New York City, and then there was just a billboard of like the Kingpin. And it's yeah. the Kingpin from the Daredevil series, or
0: which, I mean, not to throw rumors out there, but we know there's there, all this. There, been, all there have been there have been talks, there have been speculations about Vincent D'Onofrio reply, reprising his role as the Kingpin, which I think would be fantastic because uh, much love to Ving Rhames. I loved Ving Rhames. Trust me, I, I I thought he was one of the better parts of of those movies, but. Vincent D'Onofrio's Kingpin was fucking beautiful. Um, But there's also been rumors of Charlie Cox coming back as Daredevil in Spider-Man No Way Home, which I would love for them to tie the... If they were able to tie the shows in, even in just a small little way to make them more legitimate, like, oh my god, I would love that because that leaves the, the door open for them to bring back Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones... That leaves the door open for us to see what Iron Fist could have actually become. Because at the end of season two, we actually saw like, holy shit, he's finally, finally after two seasons, we're seeing the real fucking Iron Fist. But now we got nothing. Um, Oh, I would love for them to open that door. I would love for them to open that door, but uh, we'll, we'll see. see. But we'll that's see what, what I happens. like about...
1: That's the one thing I have to say. It's like uh, Marvel plays it close to the chest, and they're good at it, and they don't want to try to, you know, go, like, outside. Like, honestly, this new phase is probably, like, a big thing for them because they're diving into magic. They're like, okay, what do we do? Well, the, yeah, like, this whole... Have we, well,
0: we, the they haven't even has... given up the name. Like, they gave up the name of the the, the first four phases. They had four phases... Of movies that completed one saga. The Infinity Saga was four fucking phases of movies. They haven't even given us the name of the... we. All we know is we're in phase five. That's all we know. We don't the know what the name I, of the phase the is. We don't know what the name of the saga you. is okay. we're in yet. We this are is in gonna, the this fucking gonna blind. Be
1: the, uh, this is going to be the Secret Invasion saga. I already know that.
0: that I mean, they've hinted towards that possibility, but...
1: Uh, no, not I'm necessarily. sorry. According to the teaser at the end of uh, Venom Carnage,
0: well, I haven't seen that one yet. That so one. I
1: haven't seen it either. But uh, the rumors have it that Venom is now part of the MCU. Well,
0: but but that that doesn't mean that we're looking at Secret Invasion necessarily because oh, we'll Venom. get Secret Invasion. I mean, we might get pieces of it. We already got pieces of Secret Invasion out of. Uh, Endgame. We we I mean not Endgame, but uh, we already got pieces of Secret Invasion out of um, fucking what was it, Captain Marvel, and um, no, not Captain. Uh, what, okay. what the what, what the no, no ant right. and the Wasp. What the fuck am I thinking of? Where they where they it's showed that Captain Marvel. No, what 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 was the one where the the first, after credit okay, scene off, was, was?
1: No, first off, it was Spider Man, uh, Homecoming at the end. Where yes, Nick Fury, yes, yeah. that's what no, I'm talking about. Yes, like
0: so we already Secret got hints. Invasion. We got hints towards Secret Invasion on that already so i don't know if that's where the but that's the thing is we don't know if that's where they're going with it maybe but they've got so many storylines to tap into and now that they have access to literally all of the characters literally all of the care not just all of the characters but all of the iterations of the characters we were oh my god they can do whatever the fuck they want and it's beautiful
1: and I hope they do. But they knowing Marvel, they'll play it very safe to the chest and we will probably have to wait for, like, eight, like, years before this saga's is complete and whatnot. That's yeah, why I say, like, I'm that's why I that. love being just a comic <laughs> book fan because enjoy everything because Marvel's going to go one way. But DC, out of nowhere, they're just like, I'm just going to throw shit against the wall and we'll see what sticks. And yeah. don't get me wrong, they might not be doing great at movies. Their comics are phenomenal. Their video games are kicking Marvel's ass. But their series... I think are better than the Marvel series sometimes because I'm like, yeah, the Marvel series connect to the movies and stuff like that, but I love having these standalone series and just going like, wow, but look, they're how not... broken, well, look how broken a superhero is.
0: I mean, I mean, some of their series are standalone. The ones that you've talked about, but the ones that they tried to combine, they did too much about trying to combine them. They yeah, made it to the said, point where it was just nice. like the... They, they made the shows have my biggest complaint against the comics everything from
1: the cw watch the hbo max shows they're great everyone have fun we're going to close out the show
0: (laughs) yeah we got more music let's play a couple more tracks and then close it out we got call it good well i have have one i got one more that i wanted to play because i didn't want to end it on my downer song so i had one Uh, more i wanted to play and then and then you had a closing track but yeah, you also wanted track, to have something. So I'm
1: awesome. gonna play whatever right now. Then um, uh, let's see if we get something. Matt, uh, Eric, into something new.
2: All right.
3: Just
1: was a chase of something that you'll never hear again
0: kids <laughs> i was like oh crap is he gonna be back in time i uh, was that hawk nelson yeah that's Hawk Nelson. okay yeah so yeah, you do yeah. Know that. well hawk i knew nelson? the band i knew Sorry. the band i didn't know that particular song so that that song is now added to my playlist um yeah, yeah 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 so all right so for my for my closing track this is a song that uh again i don't know if this is an old track or a new track for you, you might have heard this before. You might I know this group, but this came across one of my uh, Discovers playlists. And I was just like, hey, I dig this track. I like it. I enjoy it. And uh, I figured I'd share it just in case. You may already know it, but you let me know. Here we go. No,
3: I don't want to be sad. I don't want to be sad.
1: feel bad now. Why is that? Because yeah. my song is going to be really not uplifting at all. <laughs> but uh, that was fantastic. I enjoyed that. From a band
0: called nice. Simple Plan, which I'm sure you're aware of, but uh, yes, only recently I came on aware. my, I was, my okay, radar. I was curious but. if
1: you were going to drop that. I was all like Simple Plan, and then I saw you added it it was just like, oh shit, I might have some shit to show you.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, I enjoyed that one. It was a little bit uplifting. Sometimes... It it's weird, you know. My mood changes uh, on a fucking dime, and sometimes I need a song that just is like uplifting and be like, "Hey, hey, hey, we're gonna be happy." And other times I need a song to just be like, "Listen, fucking the world sucks and fuck it all," because exactly. that's what I need to feel. Um, so,
2: but,
1: uh, yeah, Eric, I think it's time to wrap up the show. I we're think... gonna end it with a teaser for the SASS Spooktacular. Twenty twenty one this year.
2: Ooh. But Eric,
1: Hawaiian Matthew, it's been a blast, but now it's time to that <laughs>
3: next week for the socially aqua (laughs) spectacular